How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 39 of Genre Geeks. I'm AJ. With me, of course, is the artist formerly known as Dowish, Darren. Hello. <laughs> the artist formerly known as No Glasses, Matt. Hey. Matt. <laughs> no Glasses, Matt. <laughs> and the artist formerly in a gang that I can't recall the name of when oh he was a kid. Oh, my gosh. Heath. Dude, you... why do you keep bringing up stories I forget? Wait, Darren I was just an artist at one it. point? Oh, yeah, of course. I've been an artist my entire <laughs> what life. What was the name of the gang? I couldn't remember. It was something oh, dumb. Oh, man. It's KK4L. Yeah. And what was that? <laughs> Ku Klux for life. There's <laughs> crunk kids for life, bro. <laughs> Let's <You're> go. Right. <laughs> God, do not bring that up ever again. I, swear I like God. how crunk is spelled with a K. That's great. Dude, is there any other way? Someone, Tell us a story from the Somebody game. has that tattooed no, on their stomach. No, 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 no. <laughs> The story is, don't be in a gang. It was an accidental thing. It wasn't even on purpose. It just that's a, that's oh, wait. Oh, sure. That's a, that's everyone's gang story. Oh, yeah. It was Dude, an accident. I accidentally I stumbled I into this I've gang. I legit heard I, one of your stories from that, actually. I was right, hoping, yeah. Matt, you're like, I think I legit heard of that gang. <laughs> no, I think I think we were all hanging out one day, and then he yeah. just started talking about it. I was like, what? You were I, mean, okay. I don't understand how he's not always talking about it. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of funny story. Um in high school... Oh, we're going to hear it. Yes. Let's go. Super brief. A quick yes. version. Super brief, quick version. Story time with Heath. <laughs> uh, in high school, we, our whole group of friends were like, you know what? We're, we're, we're cool. Let's be like a whole group name. So someone decided on KK4L, Crunk Kids for Life. KK4L. So, so on MySpace, we all put KK4L next to your name, you know? All cool and gravy. And Before clan tags were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> And then you'd be like, you know, instead of like, oh, yeah, you know, it's this person, this person, it's all people coming to the party. You'd just be like, hey, it's KK4L coming. And they'll all be like, yeah, you know, it's like a generic thing for all of us. Um, uh-huh. Next thing you know, the <laughs> quote unquote leader is getting mm. visited from another high school's gang type thing. And they pull up to his to his uh, house with knives and trying to fight him and stuff. And <laughs> oh, mind you, we're all super white. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this other amazing. group from my, this other high school is also super white. And how that became this gang turf war thing, I don't even know. Completely on accident. It was literally just like, hey, we're all just friends. We're all under one group. And next thing you know, we're straight up gang. And you solved <laughs> it with a dance off. We did, yep. We freaking, <laughs> we, were, we were really into hardcore dancing. So, you know, we just like did like the lawnmower move and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just crumping in front of each other. Yeah. White people. Um, so yeah, that was I immediately deleted that from my from my name. I was like, nope, I'm out. KK4L. <laughs> wait, oh, so... and also later on, those same people <laughs> were arrested for selling ecstasy. So, my <laughs> so yeah, it became a legit gang. Yeah, yeah. Like so, imagine okay. if Dwag got away from us, Darren. <laughs> oh man, those are the days. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but Matt, in. Matt was like no glasses, Matt. Like, I'm tired of this crap, Matt. You need to either be glasses Bro, guy or be hurts. no glasses guy. Because he even my showed up to work hurts. today. He, he wasn't wearing any glasses. And I was like, oh, oh come hey, on, Matt. Man. I guess he's not wearing glasses anymore. He's like, yeah, I forgot. I was like, oh, what a convenience. Yeah, just forgetting your glasses. Like, imagine that. Like, you just walk <laughs> hey, around being able to see without glasses. And, yeah, yeah, imagine being blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you can just wake up like, oh, I forgot them. But I can still see. It's fine. It's like, yeah. The, it, the only way for it to really be great is for Matt to all of a sudden do like that thing where he's like, what? Huh? And like his eyes are like fluttering and closed like i can't puts his arms out in front of him i can't oh yeah i forgot I, i'm I start stumbling into like aisles and stuff i'm telling you dude i wouldn't have the glasses if i like the only reason i have them is because i have insurance and so they're cheap so that's literally the only reason i have them insurance is a scam today is march 8th uh it is national international oh you know big holiday Ooh. international women's day 
Uh, it is actually that also... is legitimate. Like that's completely legitimately true. Yeah. No well, real big jokes dude, there. Yay. Good right, for wait, one. Wait, are you saying that I've been lying in all my other days? Like, what are you, what's the deal here? <laughs> no, dude. like we actually landed on a real one. <laughs> like, it's not like a, a paperclip appreciation day. It's International Women's Day. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, National Peanut Cluster Day. <laughs> oh, the, the real day. Uh, Let's be do, real. Do we want to, do we want to take <laughs> bets on the state again? Uh, I mean, Wyoming. Uh, yeah. Um, Wyoming. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Sure. Heath? Mm, it is definitely going to be my, uh, Montana. Oregon. Oregon. Dang. That was my guess last week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sure, I guess whoever geographically closest gets a, gets a, <laughs> gets a point. But uh, I don't want to sidestep the, what was the, the peanut cluster day? What was that? I have no idea. It says uh, melted chocolate mixed with peanuts makes a perfect combination for sweet and salty deliciousness. Yeah, uh, peanuts sure. and chocolate all melted together or something. I don't know. It's, but it's also National Proofreading Day. I love proofreading. Why don't you guys? I'm a huge fan of proofreading. Yeah, like whenever I you're just like... double reading. You, your friend sending you some text and you're like, hey, yeah, you forgot the apostrophe there, you nerd. Like, that's Dude, the best. We had a short-lived game that I'm kind of glad never took off. Oh, I think <laughs> we... Degree. I want to workshop that more some more because it's a terrible game just for friends, but it's it's a good game for the podcast though, so we Can should explain maybe it explore people? on the podcast. No, so basically, like it is something they they do on the Libertard show. They like find each other basically. So like if someone like if, if for example if like hey yeah well that guy is no longer no longer with us. Let's say he's talking about like uh, Bill Murray. He's like, like yeah yeah Bill Murray like didn't he die like a couple years ago? I'm like no he's still alive. Like that's like a hundred dollar fine. Like they just like have to toss in like a hundred dollars into like the pool of like whatever. Dang. Or like if I think that's a good that's a good bit. If or it's it's like or if they I'm trying to think of other things. If they just like say someone's name like super wrong or if like they cough into the microphone or if they like just like random like stupid like party fouls basically <laughs> when it comes to radio like they find each other like yeah that's, sorry that's five dollar fine like and they just that toss it cool. in. Yeah, it's like so that was kind of like the idea of the bit. What we were doing it with like our friends through text, and it didn't really work very well. So I think we probably should explore that like on the podcast, like in I'm open to it. Something along those lines. Mm. Except for the only thing is we don't have a hundred dollars to spend. So like maybe. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because we're not gonna do it that way. It has to be. It's us. It has to be stupid. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. But that was kind of the bit that you know definitely did not work well on text. So yeah, no. but uh, uh, let me get this out of the way. We are going to be talking about one division. The finale slash i guess series as a whole towards the end of the show we typically do it as a post show but we're going to be talking about that towards the end of the show we will give you ample heads up before we start talking about it because we will deep dive into plot spoilers all that stuff uh, again we'll be doing that at the end of the show also check out our facebook page and we will get on to onto twitter but be sure to cast your votes on the underrated candy draft get yeah. on that we're going to let that run for a little bit and then we'll announce a winner. Yeah, we got uh, a decent amount of votes on the poll, but you find us on Facebook. It's just genre geeks, like uh, like it's spelled on the podcast as well. Find us on Facebook, go like mm. our page and go vote on that and uh, let us know what you think who won from the last draft. But I think Matt had something that he wanted to talk to us about, about the International Women's Day. You had like a little bit you wanted to go oh, over, Matt? Uh, Yeah. So in honor of International Women's Day, I <laughs> would like to uh, go to... One of my favorite clips that is celebrating women International Women's Day. <laughs> but uh, let's check this out. Can I wear a dollar? Name a woman. Name a woman? Yeah. Um. Who? Who? No, name a woman. Name a woman? Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yoga bag, name a woman. Sorry. No, name a woman. Uh, name a woman. Yes, go. Any? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. This is so hard. Name a woman. <laughs> um. Name a woman. Name a woman. No. In, in her defense, I mean, I can't think of a new woman either. You know? Imagine if Hillary Billie Clinton. Eichner, <laughs> Jackie Chan. Well, she's a woman. Michelle, she can say her own name. That's the bit. anyone. <laughs> It's so that. funny. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be completely fair. I've had those moments of just having a complete and utter brain shart where, like, <laughs> it's just sure. the most basic thing of, like, hey, uh, what is your name? And all of a sudden, I just completely fry my brain. I'm like, uh, um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and I just look, women- I'm like, I'm sorry. I know good now. Women suck, right? Right. Uh, here's to being a man, am I right? <laughs> and we killed our one percent women yeah, right. audience. Yeah. 1%, Sorry, let's be honest. Darren's 99%. wife and my I'll take wife. Our wives, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the demographic stuff on our on our viewers and listeners. It's 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 all dudes. Let's be clear. Let's go. <laughs> go <Right>, boys. <laughs> Crunk clan right. for life. Oh, geez, <laughs> drop it. You'll never again. Don't stop. Uh, Darren, how's so, your week? <clears throat> Uh, so we actually, uh, had a little bit of cool stuff. Of course, I got, th- I think I told you guys last week we were like in the process of getting a fridge. We ha- actually hadn't gotten it until middle of this week. So we got a new fridge. That's cool. Ooh. Uh, I tried super hard to like install the water filter thingy by myself and like, I'm just not a handyman, so it didn't go very well. Um, but it's like something wrong with our plumbing and, and I'm going to, have to call a plumber to fix it. So we don't actually have like, we just have a fridge now. We don't actually have the things that we bought the fridge for, which is like the ice dispenser and the water maker yeah, and everything great. or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's, money well spent. That's you know, value. it's been great so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, and otherwise I went to a tournament, um, this weekend I went to San Angelo, uh, and played there and, uh, we played really well the first two rounds. I was like in fourth place after two rounds, and this this the uh, the third round I pooped the bed and dropped down to twelfth. So I played, womp, womp. Re- but it was like out of two hundred and thirty players. So I think I played pretty well considering. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's it's all good. So what else did I do? Dang it, there was something else. Someone else go, and I'll think about what else did I did. I didn't I didn't put it on my phone, but I want to talk about something. So uh, Heath, how was your week? Um, I'll be honest. This week has been pretty poopy for me. I've just recently been like, uh, like just real angry, I guess is the way to put it. Just like pissed off about small little things, especially like at work. Um, I guess because of my personal life is still going on. Um, I'm pretty sure there's steps of grief. Uh, <laughs> <I think. laughs> you might be on the one called anger. Yeah, no, that's very possible. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been really good about like not bringing Jesus. home as much as I can, but like at work, at work, like the smallest thing set me off for sure. Like the littlest mm. things do. Um, like, nah, I better not get into it before I get really pissed <laughs> off. So, hey, I was well, hoping I was looking news... behind you at your walls. I was trying to find like a hole or something like a fist size hole somewhere behind you. <laughs> oh man, trust me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's been bad at work. According to healthline.com, the five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. So, you're almost halfway there. <laughs> well, you got I mean, a always use this podcast. You. I always use this podcast as I like, get my therapy chair. So I better like uh, you want to go for you want to do a little bargaining for real quick. 
Like I've I've got a fridge. I've got an old fridge for. <laughs> move right past it. Move right past the second step. Uh, I do, but I don't because I can already feel myself getting pretty pissed off because I was thinking about it. No, I'm saying like, I've got he a fridge. Welcome to my life. Darren, I think he... I didn't realize it was not healthy to have that much just general anger. <laughs> like, what do you want? I'm like, why is no one? I was like, gonna say else he doesn't angry. want your damn fridge, Darren. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No, but Darren doesn't even want his fridge. He wanted it for the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I th- I remember though. So another big thing that happened to me. Man, we're back, baby. GameStop, back on the menu. Tendies, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we back in there, boys. It's been freaking weeks. I've been in the red and Robin Hood for weeks now, but I'm back. Like my average share cost is 191.75. Current share I, price 193.50 plus $8.76. Well, let's go. Gen- <laughs> I'm genuinely interested where it's going to go actually. Yeah, me too. Going to the moon. It's it's on the rise again, so I don't know. We'll, Better hope we'll for see. the moon. <laughs> I, uh, Matt, so how's your week, buddy? I'm so scared. Uh, it was Please good. The uh, <laughs> I'm. I think I'm gonna pronounce this word wrong again. But have any of you guys heard of absinthe liquor? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we have. I've I I never heard of that wrong. before. He said it this morning to me. <laughs> I never heard of it. Before. You've never heard really? of absinthe? It's a- absence. Just kidding. Abstinence? Yes. What? I, no, I've never heard of absinthe. <laughs> no, I really hadn't though before. I guess it's like some sort of like dank it's liquor that or something. Potent hallucination type liquor. Yeah. It, me and my friends, we bought a bottle of it and we all split it. And really? Uh yeah. <laughs> it, uh, how did it go? How did it, it go? How was your trip? It was it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is, how, this is how gangs get formed, Matt. I know. We didn't hallucinate. I heard it tastes like uh licorice. Like licorice. Yeah. It, I didn't taste it, but all my friends said that. That's what it tasted like. Cause you put, you literally pour the um drink, and then you put like it comes with a special spoon, and it's kind of like a filter spoon thing. I don't really know what it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. But you put the sugar cube on top of it, and then you pour water over the sugar cube, and it like melts the sugar cube into the drink. And then hmm. you, have you, you have you guys seen the it. proper like mechanism that people use for the absinthe? It's crazy. I haven't, but they have like it's a giant. Like I encourage you to look it up. It's like a giant steampunk-looking machine, and they drip the stuff onto a sugar cube that's on a little platform, and it's it's pretty crazy. It looks like a giant twisted menorah. Oh, I see it. Of crap, just so you can get a fancy drink. It's a fountain. It says absinthe and home lady fountain. I don't know what that crap is. This Amazon. We didn't have we didn't have that version. Only one hundred eighty-five dollars. Not bad. Dang. For a pompous <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah. With a bunch uh, of people faking it like, bro, I'm totally hallucinating too. <laughs> like, yeah, we we definitely didn't hallucinate, but we definitely got crunk. I'll, uh, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> it was 110 Oh, I want to live in so... Matt's flashback right now. I wish this was an episode of Scrubs or something. Right. <laughs> we could just camera swipe and it just cuts back to Matt with like a lampshade on his head, punch <laughs> dancing on a couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, so it what was... is in absinthe that makes it so like hallucinating? You don't hallucinate, you don't hallucinate from it. It's I just a, it's a myth. I'm pretty sure it's alcohol, Darren. Yeah. But like, so just, why is it? Why do people say that? Like, where, where does that come from? Where does the like? It, I don't know. Because one dude it's just a tall was like tripping on yeah. shrooms during, it, or one dude's never drank alcohol before, and he was at a party, and he took a sip I of it. He's like, dude, man, this I'm so drunk, I'm seeing ghosts, and everyone just looks at him like ghosts, and he's like, I think yeah. there was a, 
I think there was a version way back in the day that was actually made with like cannabis or something in it. Like there, there mm. was something. I think a version of it made a long time ago that actually did make you trip. A dude never but. had alcohol, and he took a sip. It was disgusting, so he quickly grabbed some sugar cubes that were on the table to try to wash it down. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, okay. Someone else who never, also never had alcohol watched him do that, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with this. All dude, right. I'm according so high. To, <laughs> drinking the According alcohol. to you slash Raul Duke on Reddit, he posted on the subreddit r slash absinthe. There's a subreddit for everything, I guess. He said, absinthe is not a drug or poison, never was. It won't make you trip, hallucinate, cut your ear off, or do anything else you wouldn't normally do when intoxicated with liquor. Like any form of alcohol, it should be indulged in responsibly, uh, indulged in responsibly, but its only toxic properties are due to its high alcohol content. So, yes. and r slash absinthe is focused on providing current, historically, and scientifically accurate information about absinthe, the most maligned and misunderstood drink in history. Wow. They are defenders of the absinthe, I guess, on that subreddit. So, What a... I feel bad for their cause because they have that's <laughs> that's their entire existence is defending themselves. That's gotta like, suck, dude. Yeah, but bro, I, like it's people just coming onto the subreddit, like, bro, I had a crazy trip, and like everyone's like, no, you did it. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> read the side, read the sidebar. You idiot. <laughs> no, we we just uh, we split a ball of that, and we watched the UFC two fifty nine. Oh, nice. They were good to fight. Uh, fights. Yeah, none of us uh, actually got to watch it though. Oh. But um, okay. <laughs> money well spent. <laughs> Yeah. Well, dude, okay. So, my friends are against pirating, which I guess we all should, technically. We wink, all wink. are, I'm, sincere, I'm sincerely against pirating. You, you wouldn't download a fruit cup. You dude, I saw that meme, too. What a freaking banger. That's such a spicy meme. <laughs> so, we, I had to sign up for ESPN+, Plus, a yearly mm. subscription of ESPN+, Plus, and then buy the pay-per-view fight. Right. On, Did on you? ESPN you Plus. couldn't yes. buy it on PlayStation? No. You, no. Well, you, you have yeah, you to sign the, up for ESPN Plus first. Yeah. Because you get the premium that way and stuff too. It's a bunch of BS. And I wonder why the UFC has a pirating problem. <laughs> but mm. yeah, that's what I did basically. That versus okay. my week was pretty boring. Yeah. Man, slow AJ? week in general. My hey, week was really slow. Uh, I got the HBO... Mm. Like technically last week, but I got to actually utilize it this week. So I was floored with their selection. They have virtually every Godzilla movie. So mm -hmm. I started watching the very first Godzilla, which came out in 54. I don't know. I think it might be wrong, but early fifties, which is just crazy. And it's, so that's really fun. Uh, they have all the Miyazaki films. So me, Amber and little baby Eli watched uh, my neighbor, my neighbor Totoro. Nice. Which uh, that movie, I I have a project I want to I want to commit to. There is a horror movie in that movie. <laughs> There's yeah, a horror movie that. in it. Yeah, well, I guess for, for sure. All Miyazaki films have that. Yes, I but specifically say. Totoro. Like the beginning of it is dad and two little daughters go to this abandoned house mm -hmm. and everyone, oh yeah that, like, yeah yeah like they pull up like the one of the opening scenes they pull up to like little rice fields and they ask little boy uh where's the blah 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 house and little boy goes your house is haunted <laughs> <laughs> and like they walk the little girls walk into the house and the little soot sprites like scurry away into the corner like there's a horror movie there super the, easy there, def I wanna, there definitely is i want to make a at the very least i want to make a horror trailer for my neighbor I, it's super I I not, it's right there it's easy i did not enjoy that movie of course, that's I've only seen that one in Spirit Away from Spirit AJ Away. Is a so far, enjoy either of them. I I like Spirit Away. Okay, I am okay. trying to. I'm slowly going through the Studio Ghibli catalog, mm -hmm. but um, I did not enjoy 
my neighbor Totoro at I've all. only seen those ones as well because I got I jumped on the bus late. Uh, I love to, I like Totoro a lot. Uh, the real MVP, by the way, is Cat Bus. Let's be real. <laughs> my neighbor Totoro, full of crap. He doesn't do anything. He just calls Cat Bus, and then Cat Bus does all the legwork. Let's be hundred percent clear. It should have been my my neighbor or my whatever my neighbor Cat Bus, giant Cat Bus. Do y'all know those kid keyboards that like has like a cat? And it has like a the smile of the cat is the keyboard. Do you know what I'm like talking the, about? Sure, like the teeth. Yeah, I don't know what the brand's called, but every time I see one of those, I think of uh, neighbor Totoro. Yeah, no. Shout out to my boy Cat Bus, uh, and we restarted Spirited Away just because I, I wanted to watch it again. It's been a couple years since I've seen that freaking masterpiece of a film. Yeah, so. Uh, good. What else did I do? I, I read a bunch of comics this week. I've been deep diving into comics, and I love it. I read this comic called Three Jokers. Mm. which is a it's a standalone it's three issues uh in the dc obviously because it's batman it's good despite itself there's a handful of moments that are fantastic and can be iconic batman forever or like batman historic batman for all of eternity but I can't really accept the story which if you don't know the pitch is there are and always have been three jokers the entire time Hmm. there's the Joker that's more of a comedian, Joker that's more of a clown, and Joker that's more of a psycho, a criminal. Hmm. There are moments that are incredible and jaw-dropping, and the rest of it's kind of meh. Like, it's, if you can't accept, like, there's always been three Jokers. Like, it's, they don't even really dive into, like, and here's how they always existed. It's like, no, there's always been three Jokers. And moving on from there, I'm like, oh, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> so, eh. It's our, it, it was okay. The again, the few the few moments on it are are incredible. Uh, I'll say that's it. Just so we can move on to the well, bring homework. Back to me, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Right, uh, Go ahead. I've been thinking about yeah. that, and I actually have a BG for us now. Because to be honest, while you guys are talking, I was thinking about how angry I've been. Still, Uh-oh. I have a BG for sure. BG. And I'm sure we all have a story in this realm. Every single one of us. Okay. I BG. <laughs> inconsiderate, ungrateful customers. Wow. The Karens of the world, the people that just have no consideration for anybody in the world, right? I'm sure every single one of us had that story, right? You got something specific? Like yeah. something happened to you oh, today? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> no, let's not today, it. yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got and one. And I funneled like all of my anger to this man in my head. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I could pop off on this guy if I really wanted to. If you could ever mentally kill somebody, Heath is doing it right now. Oh, my gosh. Like, you guys haven't seen me angry. So I'll try not to get there because it's not me. Let's go. But that's going to be hard. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> at work, I've been behind a lot because I've been off and stuff, right? So I'm like super stressed out at work trying to get this crap done. And because I'm so lost in my work, I forgot to open the front doors, okay? And whenever I say I forgot to open the front doors, it's not like I was late by like 10, 20 minutes even. By two minutes, okay? I did not <laughs> open the, the door late. Two minutes late. That's it, okay? First person in line was this person, this very old person. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest, guys. That's really not am. the word person was not the like shape you your should, lips were making. You should just uncensor <laughs> yourself and then AJ can censor as much as he wants. <laughs> Go nuts. Uh, I'd actually be hysterical if I just littered your speech with a bunch of beeps. Go ahead. I mean, you guys haven't heard, seen me. Uh, yeah, I'm Mike, so I might because I feel the Red Hulk bubbling up for sure. <laughs> Let's, Go. <laughs> Let's Go. All right. So. AJ, I need your confirmation because this is going to be a lot of work. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> my peaks and my cusses. 
Because I can feel it. It's boiling. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm jotting down a timestamp. Let's okay. go. <laughs> so this, I open the door. First person is this old guy. And his words out of his, out of his mouth are, what, could you not get out of bed this morning? <laughs> and me being me. Oh my God. Oh God. Okay. Me being me. I went, yes, sir. I'm sorry. And walked away. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. But what I was thinking, what I should have done was walked up and punched that dumb <laughs> right in his mouth. Just socked it right in his <laughs> face. Nah, nah. That's what I should have done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not get out of bed. Are you kidding me? Dude, you're so lucky. You got out of bed. You old <laughs> old farty. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I'm sorry that your kids don't call you or your great kids don't call you. You ungrateful geriatric. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> dude, I. Woo, this guy, man. Get him out of here. I, I really yeah. should have just. Mr. Johnson. Him. Man, like, I, I get it. You don't have time because. Death is coming for that booty any Time second. is on the essence. No, <laughs> man, it's coming for you. It's coming for you fast, okay? Especially if you're talking like that. But I didn't. I just walked away. But really, I mean, that old... Celery... <laughs> man, oh, just... Oh, that's gold. Man, I should have really just given it to him. But swiggity, I didn't. swiggity, I'm coming for that booty. All I did was like, yes, sir, and walk away. What a but hero. literally, all that anger just focused right into that man. I was just like, man, I should just... Whew. Dude. Dude, that's why I'm so bummed that the military for sure doesn't, but HEB has like an employee appreciation thing. Like it's like a month, they'll give you an extra, instead of 10% off, it's extra 20% off or something like your, your card for whatever, like name brand products, our products. They need to do that so much for, especially government employees do government employees need some kind of thank you for not murdering every single customer day. <laughs> I didn't do that's the worst part. Oh, let's hear it. Oh. Okay. That's almost the worst part. But the reason why I'm so angry, because I get it. Everyone's like, you know, he doesn't deserve that. We're all going through something. It's not no. just you, Heath. He's still already smelling little. Okay. So that's, I get that. <laughs> but this is the second time you said that exact same thing to me. Oh, Twice. is this context? There's like previous times? Twice. Before Ooh. this, he's done it to me before. Same exact comment. Two minutes late. That's it. Same exact comment. So this has been the second time. And me being as angry and as stressed as I was, I freaking lost my mind. Got so stressed out. So I apologize for this old man. Actually, no, I don't. F- you, dude. Um, I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I BG it, and you know what? You guys don't even get to vote. He's definitely BG'd. <laughs> I, don't want, I, I guess I didn't know Darren's gonna like troll me and be like, "Well, you were late, man." I don't know. No, BG, BG, bro. <laughs> you guys nah. don't get My to vote. countless stories. If anyone's has been consistently listening to this podcast, they know my thoughts on just customers in general. Stores shouldn't have customers. <laughs> <laughs> You no, should apply like, to every store and you should be, there should be an mm. Uber. I've been saying this for years. There needs to be an Uber system for customers. Like the whole like rate, cause you can rate the store. The store should also be able, be able to rate you. And if you're a five-star customer, congrats, you get 10% off your <laughs> checkout at mm. the end. But <laughs> all the employees get to rate you on a scale of one to five. That's like, like uh, almost like a loyalty program, right? So like you, you sign into your account whenever you like, you walk in, type your phone number, whenever you check out, whatever for your rewards. Like it also, <laughs> whenever that, like you leave and it's like, that guy was a jerk. No, he's getting one star. And like the next time you come in, it's like, hey, it pops up on the screen for the cashier. Like this guy was a douchebag last time he was here. Keep an eye out, that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. You leave your the, cart, like you push your cart, just leave it in the parking lot. Zero stars or whatever the, the lowest is. Boom. boom. Just, you just decimate yeah. your score. <laughs> 
And guess yeah, what? It's like if a, you hit a if you hit a certain rating, you try to pull the cart out of the little thing, it locks and you can't pull it out. <laughs> you have to carry your groceries in your arms because you don't know how to handle it. This Let's is go. Like, this is like sorry, Celery Joe, you can't shop here anymore. <laughs> this, this is like borderline China. Uh, yeah, the um, social thing. Yeah, social rep. Yeah. I guess. Dude, Heath, they're next on, time hey, they're not they're not wrong in this this specific instance. What are you talking about? Wrong. How's this China? You what? There's like a social thing where you can like yeah. literally like like rate people based upon their conduct in in society. Oh, yeah. okay, and, that's a and thing. to the point where they literally like get jail time or they can't go to college and stuff. <laughs> I'm jail about. right away. Believe it or not, undercooked like jaywalking jail. or whatever. Or, jail. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not jail jail straight to jail straight to jail Heath, All right. ne- next time you go to open the door and you see that man you should just sit there and look at your watch and just wait yeah like walk up minute. to the door like two minutes early and just stare at him and then no, have I should your open little the watch. door and be like not for you sir Shut no, I'm, I'm talking like, like you like just, is he standing there get a pocket watch you gotta go buy a pocket watch <laughs> pull it out and like until it's literally on the dime yeah you don't you turn the key 59 0 then you unlock and open the door just show, to him. no you show you show <laughs> him the pocket wave. you you hold the pocket watch up to the glass and just be like look at not exactly. time yet you, you got Boom. another minute still <laughs> okay so one thing i was going to say too is uh this week there's actually a really important anniversary does anyone know what that anniversary is no Mm-hmm. March 11th was the day that Tom Hanks and Rudy Gobert mm. tested positive for the coronavirus and announced it. Oh my God, it's been a year. Dude, it's literally been a year like since this whole crap has happened. Like literally an Dude, entire year. Remember when we see- thought it was going to be over by summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, so I listened back. So I, I occasionally I'll listen to a random episode of our podcast just because it's at this point, we have 39 episodes. Yeah. So it's that's a lot. That's really cool to go back and listen to. I, sure. The one I randomly picked was uh, I think February of last of last year. And I want to clarify because that episode, I sound like I'm like a conspiracy theorist about Corona. <laughs> Cause at that point the country hadn't shut down yet. And I'm like, I had something to the extent of, yeah, you know, cause people are dying, but to be clear, a lot of them are old people. They would have died anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like this uh, I just want to clarify in case it ever comes up to bite me in the butt. Uh, it's still a problem. <laughs> it was yeah, a problem. So. I didn't know too much then. Okay. And then the second we shut down, I abided by the rules. Well, also, like three episodes later, we had a poll that said, what would you, what would you rather have for the rest of your life, corona, corona or coronavirus? coronavirus. <laughs> like that was a poll. So we weren't taking it seriously either at that point. So it wasn't just AJ. It was everybody. Like I did I did see a post on Reddit earlier today. It says, the CDC, the CDC said that more people in the U.S. are fully vaccinated than people who have had the disease since the pandemic began. Hmm. So there is light. I do see light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But it's approaching. It's, it's, it's a small speck of light. Yeah. But that, so, was, that was really go surprising, ahead. though, going back. Because I, I listened to a little bit of that uh, episode, actually, whenever we posted that poll. Because I was thinking, I was like, I think I was talking to Brandy about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure we had like a really stupid poll about the corona, coronavirus thing, whatever. So mm-hmm. I went back and listened to it for like 10 minutes or whatever uh and yeah we totally like just didn't care about it at all totally making jokes about it and stuff and like, i mean that's well, our be, show we're supposed yeah. to make fun of it well also to be fair i'm pretty sure the whole world didn't also so. <laughs> yeah that's I mean, it's just like interesting not 
Like, but like, it's interesting to look back. Like, it's literally a year ago, and like, here we are, still, uh, you know, I don't know, still, still in the home, middle of I'm, it. I gotta admit, I'm kind of coming the, around to it. The, the, <laughs> the, C, the, C, the CJ meme of from Grand Theft Auto is all shit. Here we go, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, homework last episode. Yeah, I issued Darren some homework, and so let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Darren, did you do your homework? I did. I uh, actually did it literally the next day, like probably within 12 hours of the homework being issued. It's like uh, I, it was the tri- watching trial of the Chicago seven, um, the movie with Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen. And I guess that was the only real big actor in the movie. I, well, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, yeah. The dude that played the former attorney general is probably the next. Well, Michael actor, Keaton right? was in it, but no, yeah. the other guy, the guy who the, the, the good, the, the not Sasha Baron Cohen guy that kind of, Oh yeah. He's, Daniel. he's in a lot of stuff. He's the Robin from Batman, whatever his name is. What? Or what Inception, Jor- Inception guy. Gordon. Inception guy. Levitt? Oh, no. Yeah. Jo- well, yes. Justin Gordon Justin Levitt. Gordon but no, the uh, yeah. the other guy who was also on trial. Why am I spacing his name? He was in that Harry Potter prequel. He won an Oscar, Fanatic I'm pretty piece. sure. What? Oh, he, I don't know his name, but he was from you're talking Fanatic about Cohen's, like his partner or whatever? No. Oh, God. The goody no. two-shoes guy. At the Eddie Redmayne. That's his name. Oh, Oh, the one guy that was like he didn't he didn't, he stood for the judge or yes, whatever. Yes, he's yeah, yeah. he's in Lemiz, Theory of Everything, The Danish Girl. I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for Danish Girl, or Danish yeah, sure. Girl won an Oscar. Re- re- regardless, though, he's a he's a big actor actually. Uh, Heath, have you seen that movie or no? Yeah, I actually, did your homework too. Oh, okay, good so, deal. So let's talk. Let's dive into it, Darren. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, yet again, like I have never seen any Aaron Sorkin movies that I didn't love. Like it's like the fifth one I've seen of him or something like that that I just like so good like i love his way of storing telling stories i think it's like kind of like his niche is like kind of making like a a true story like make make it make it make sense and also make it entertaining while also still trying to stay true to like the original events and stuff and so it's actually interesting because like the judas and the black, black messiah and this movie like are totally intertwined like it's really interesting how we yeah, just fred like, hampton being in both of them is pretty crazy and the fact yeah. that they have photo like a hand drawing of uh i forgot the guy's name but the dude who got chained up in this movie yeah that, that is in judas and the black messiah they have right. like, a little drawing of him because obviously it's real yeah it's really interesting how like just conveniently those movies came at the same time because the, i think i was reading about the judas and black messiah it's been it's been in the work since like 2014 so it's totally random oh, wow. like they're coming out at the same time um but yeah i know i loved it i <clears throat> i think sasha Bain cohen for sure deserves uh, the praise he's gotten for his role in the movie and i think as well, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt did really well as well. So I think it was great. Um, he had a hard role to play in that movie. Yeah. But Heath, what do you think? Oh, it was great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did the previous homework as well, which is watching Judas and Black Messiah. And directly mm-hmm. from that into watching this, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> it was pretty well trippy. watching the same movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right. like a continuation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. Like the, the biggest thing, obviously, is the dialogue. The dialogue's like second <clears> to none. It's really, really good. Also, obviously, the... Um, the, the, there's like jump cuts between them talking versus the events happening the and stuff and right. all that without getting spoiling anything. It's great. Um, Sasha gets slept on a lot as an actor, but he's legitimately a great actor. He's just very, very good. Yeah, he's, he's always like been a great actor. Top ten for me. Well, like, I mean, he gets slept on because well, I don't of know about Borat. Top 10, he's he's Bruno. a very good uh, for me. For me, in my well, top ten. Yeah, because of those <laughs> things, they think of him as a funny, goofy person, not as a legitimate actor. And he really is like everything he's in as, as a legitimate actor, he's super good. Um, and I was shocked to, for a long time, like for three quarters of the movie, I could not realize, I couldn't 
um, put my finger on who the main lawyer is. <laughs> and yeah. I finally was like, that's the dude from Ready Player One. That's the... Uh, oh my God, he is. I didn't catch that either. That's the wizard dude. Yeah, the guy who made uh, the game. It took me so long because he has the same voice and everything. But <laughs> well, yeah, he's a great actor too because like in Ready Player One, he man, he plays this like withdrawn, right, socially right. awkward, you know, he would like stare at the ground, I feel like, if you were to talk to him. And then in this movie in uh, Trials Chicago 7, he plays this defender, like this yeah. this heroic character who eventually freaking nuts drop. And I love it. <laughs> That's what I, I love. Like this movie, this movie, like I said, like 95% of the movies in a courtroom yeah. and it's still, my heart was racing during yeah, this movie just because the, sure. the exchanges and stuff were just great. Like I, we talked about like the writing of it, it, it wholeheartedly deserved best uh, screenplay from the golden globes because it's just so tight and little things like the little, even like the little bit of humor lands really hard. And it's it, like I said, just the, that is textbook if you're ever thinking about writing a screenplay, this is a hundred percent a movie you need to see because it creates an entire story from arguments from, from a courtroom. Like it's insane. Yeah. I would say like not even that's what struck me the most. It wasn't even a little bit of comedy. It was a lot of comedy. I actually laughed quite a bit. Right. And I thought it'd be like a more serious, you know, kind of a, a darker tone overall um, because of the severity of it. Um, but I was laughing quite a bit. Yeah. I, uh, I watched this video from, uh, on YouTube called like legal Eagle, which is, he's a real life lawyer. And his whole bit is he will either talk about current event, actual political stuff, or he'll like review movies that have courtroom scenes and he'll dissect it kind of thing. Explain that's bull crap. Or is actually, that's pretty true in a courtroom. He did this film and it was interesting because he basically gave the history on the actual trial, which apparently a lot of the stuff that happens in it actually happened uh, literally from like the, the transcripts, like the, a lot of the dialogue exchanges, you know, I've been touched up a little bit, but that is actually how it occurred. And actually what's interesting is the movie actually waters down a ton of what happened in reality. One wow. giant example, which I, I talked about a second ago is homeboy got chained up and gagged in a courtroom. It wasn't just an isolated incident. Apparently that happened over the course of a couple of days. He was chained up and gagged for days during Holy the trial. Crap. And uh, there's a big scene where a character punches who snaps and punches a dude. Uh, apparently that didn't happen in reality. And he refused to do anything. Even when eventually his son, his kid got hit by somebody in the, during the trial. Cause that was back in the sixties where he could just punch children. Apparently like that's, <laughs> they watered down and like changed a lot of stuff. Like this movie could have been a lot, I say worse in the sense of just more raw and horrible but it was just so streamlined and so great. And they took a, an event that took place over a course of technically a year. Cause it happened in the event happened in 68. The trial happened in 69 and the trial lasted, I think over around or over six months. Yeah. And uh, they had to consolidate that entire rich story into two hours. And I thought it was just masterfully done. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Uh, that was your homework. Uh, we'll talk about, I guess we can talk about Judas and the black Messiah. That's a natural thing to talk about uh we did our homework last week for it heath you you watched it finally what did you guys think of that matt did you do it yeah i oh, you did it last time i think i was the only one right? yeah let's start with matt because matt has his thoughts matt what did you think of judas and the black Messiah? i did not like it <clears throat> can you explain why i it was a slow burn or well like slow it was a slow burn slow burns don't turn me off of movies but like i it, I just struggled paying attention to that movie. I don't know why or what it is. It's all the dialogue. Do what? I mean, it was mostly dialogue. So, I mean, I understand oh. that. But, I mean, I I don't have much to say about it. I just didn't like it. Okay. 
uh, like uh, Darren Heath. What did you guys? What did you guys think? Oh, um, uh, Darren. I'll go first. Um, Anyone say sorry? Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I enjoyed it. That was pretty good. I definitely do agree. It was a slow burn. It wasn't like a action packed or anything like that per se. There were definitely some high and very intense yeah, there sections are, for sure. He's like, there's not a lot of action. There are multiple gunfights. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. That's not the focus though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, never, I know. I'm never, saying never, like, it's definitely, yeah. it definitely is a slower movie. It's not an action movie at all. Sure, there, sure. It's a movie that happened to have two scenes of, well, three technically yeah. of, of gunfire. I think the thing is like, even when during those action scenes, I wasn't on like, oh, who's shooting who? It's like almost like a, I was always only worried about the individuals involved. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like I was only worried about like, oh my gosh, hopefully you know, no one gets shot and that kind of stuff. It wasn't like a, oh, cool, you know, look at this action type stuff. Um, overall, really good. Uh, really good dialogue. Not as good as Chicago 7 if I had to compare the two, which I really don't have to. Um, but the perspective of telling it from the person they did, Judas, um, mm-hmm. was really, really interesting and pretty cool. Yeah, I I completely agree. I actually felt like the, the one of the most tense scenes in the movie was pretty early on, like whenever uh the like they almost like f- figured out that he was a rat or whatever with like and he right. was like in the in the car, like that was when I was like, dude, how is he gonna get out of this? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was insane. Like I, I was like pretty uncomfortable that in that scene, like it's like genuinely like, like it seemed like there was no way he's getting getting out of that, and then like. I guess obviously he genuinely was a car a car thief before, so it's like all right, well, I mean, he should know how to hot wire, and he just like totally on the fly like wired the car. That's pretty sick. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I thought that. Um, one thing I thought, well, of course, the dialogue was really good. I thought, I guess his name's Daniel Kaluuya. I think he's is the actor uh, that plays yeah, Fred, Hampton. Played Fred Hampton. Yeah, I thought he did Great really actor. well. Yeah, incredible like, actor, dude. His voice. It's Let's really not forget good. this dude is British as crap. His voice is what I was like, what is going on? That's not even the same person. Yeah. And I'm talking British. Like I'm talking the style of it, bruv type British. Like he Uh. is British as crap. (laughs) Like, didn't he also, was he the guy in, uh, the black Panther movies? Yes. Was he the villain in black? No, he was not not Michael B. Jordan. No, not, not the villain. I'm saying he's the rhino guy. Yeah, like the guy, like in the first black Panther, whenever it's like black Panther versus like, they're the the ones that fought so far. He's also yeah. in Get Out. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah he's sure. the lead in Get Out. Uh, he had a great episode in Black Mirror. He was in a he, he incredible actor. I cannot wait to see him in more stuff. But he deserves. I mean, because it, it is Judas's for like I forgot Homeboy's name. So Judas, it's his movie. He's the protagonist uh, or antagonist. Ooh. Uh, but <laughs> Bill, Fred Hampton, he absolutely deserves. Yeah. Yeah. A solid nomination. I it's such a tough year, like just because the few movies that have come out have been so well performed for uh, best supporting actor. I I don't know. I'm inclined to pick him over Sasha Baron Cohen, just because it's he's. Ugh, I don't know. They're both hard. I just I gravitated more towards his performance, just because he completely embodied this yeah. this person. Like all of his like speeches and stuff were so compelling. Like it was like I felt like I like every time he was talking on screen, it was like man, like. It, you can't help but like you know kind of feel like what he's feeling you know it, it was like he really really captured that emotion but one You're thing also about, like sorry uh one thing i also like wanted to say too is I, I mean i don't know if i'm not a technical person or anything but i felt like the camera work was really good in this movie too i thought no, there was, was multiple was shots that good. was like 
I was like, like literally in the middle of the shot. I was like, wow, that was really cool. Like the way I looked at the angled camera, like, I don't know. I, I just, I have, been, I guess been trying to look for that stuff a little bit more because of this, this podcast. But, um, I definitely felt like it was, they really captured the scene really well just based on the angles and stuff. So, but Heath, what you're saying? You're talking about Darius, right? About his acting and being the yeah. uh, nominee. <laughs> uh, I definitely agree because there's several times where he gets like, like scared and he's like crying and in tears and stuff. And it's super convincing. And I couldn't imagine like being in those shoes and trying to just throw on tears like that and, and have mm-hmm. that emotion show that, that, that well. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, where he's just like, and you can see he's shaking so much internally that it's a little bit's coming out. It's just the yeah. scene where he's like, you you want to re- refill? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude. This dude is in pain right now. He is physically, he's being like... He, he, I mean, he literally is, but he's just, he's being tortured and you see it. Masterful performance from all the actors. I thought it was really, really great as well. Uh, it's unfair, but natural that you can compare the two Trial of Chicago 7 and Judas and the Black Messiah. I gravitate more towards Trial of Chicago 7 just because I am just a giant Aaron Sorkin fan. I, I love smaller, but bigger as opposed to just literally bigger. Uh, I thought it was really, really great. I thought it's a great story to tell that I'm unfamiliar with. It's as shameful as it is. Like we're not taught that in our American education. Yeah. You got Malcolm X. Shocking. Martin How are we King, not taught about right. Fred Hampton? Wait, wait we, we, like I've never even heard his name before these movies. So yeah, it's, it's something that everyone needs to know. It's an important story to tell. It's not an accident that the two giant movies that, you know, are going to end up sweeping the Oscars. I'm sure are both, it feature Fred Hampton. You know, he's a mm-hmm. big uh, American h- historical American figure that we need to talk about more. So I thought it was really, really great. I thought the action was great when it came up. Uh, it's not supposed to be like an adrenaline. Yeah. It, it was intense. It was anxiety dri- uh, driven the whole time. Uh, I thought the, it's hard to talk about or like, like warning spoiler when again, it's reality. I thought the end was perfect the way the end happened, the way the camera was zoomed in on, uh, what's her name's face. I thought that was perfect. I, that I, I, cause showing you whatever's going to happen is to me would cheapen it, showing it like that. You experience it like she experienced it, which is just heart wrenching. Right. So that was really, really good. Uh, I thought the, the, the beginning and the the way this, the movies bookend with the footage of, uh, Darius. Right. Uh, you know, afterwards during the whole, like, Hey, there's a documentary thing that we're going to show on TV, having him talk about that. And then having the little text on screen of what happened afterwards was like, I don't know what the right word is. Like harrowing, harrowing. Yeah. Yeah. Harrowing haunting. Like it, to me, it just, I sunk in my chest when, uh, when it revealed what happened afterwards. So yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, great accidental well sort of accidental homework that you assigned Darren. it was bold i wanted to tell you on that like correct you on that afterwards i'm like don't assign homework for something you're not sure of like you don't know but i'm glad you did and then what do you mean that i'm not out. sure of because you hadn't seen the movie yet right oh no but i just knew like, yeah, homework, let's guess. let's watch black Upside. like if it would have been a bad movie then i would have had the words with you of let's not do that anymore but no that oh. completely worked out well i knew no i mean like it it was yeah i understand what you're saying no, i guess i was confident it'd be out. good but yeah that's fair well, it definitely worked out. So that was our uh, that was our homework from a couple weeks ago. Heath, you had one more homework. Yeah, I did. I watched Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. 
What did you think? Mm-hmm. Next. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you realize I've been on the edge of my seat, which I'm, yeah. I'm scared. I understand by nature I overhyped it because I had to overhype it just because no one else was talking about it. And that blows my mind. But what did you think of the movie? Okay. Uh, in all honesty, I definitely agree. It is the best DC movie. <laughs> um, has an actually interesting plot. Has bukus of style. Bukus of style in a great way. Um, overall... If I quite frankly thought I was kind of meh, um, the That's action, fine. it was like very cartoony, which is not a bad thing by any means. So you had to suspend your disbelief a lot. Like she at one point strolls into a, a police department and starts lighting people up and no one draws a weapon or anything. Takes me out, but I completely understand you guys the suspended disbelief on that um, because it's a movie and it's fun, stylized and cool. The thing that kept taking me out a lot was the coolest part about it was the action. But there are several action scenes that did the typical um, throne room thing, to my, my opinion. A lot of people waiting around, waiting to get punched. A lot of chest punching, no faces. A lot of like comedic kick to one's feet and they go flying, like do four backflips. I guess for style, it's cool. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I, it just it didn't hit that itch I was looking for. Because I got really, really hyped for there's a scene where she has a fight with the sprinklers going on. And that like, this is that I was going to cool. bring up. That scene think, where it followed into the, the evidence room mm -hmm. is, in my opinion, the best action scene in the movie. The evidence room is my best action scene. It is it is cool for sure. But there are several things that just like, I was like dang it. Like, they, they just didn't do that. Um, there's a way to shoot those action scenes where it looks very impactful. Um, but for some reason, a lot of those things just look so weak. Like, it looks like they like he she like kind of barely punches his stomach or his chest and he goes flying. And there's a scene where like he kind of she like hits someone in the head and then drags him to the floor, but it looks like so just like really overly like uh, committed to for it by the actor that's doing the actual going to the floor and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I was expecting the raid, which obviously I'm not gonna get. Yeah, that's um, not fair. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get that. You're right. Um but I just felt like they could have done a little bit better on the action. Just that was my only complaint. Was the I action. agree? It could have been more brutal, but it, that's not the intended uh, purpose of the film. The raid's purpose was let's right. make the most brutal action movie that's ever existed, because we can pay these dudes five cents, like American cents, and <laughs> they will the die building. for this movie. So, <laughs> like, like I'll say, like I was enjoying the movie, except for some of the action scenes all the way up until the end. And I got to be honest, the end is what really for me made it meh. The ending, just like the, what do you I mean did the, not like the, what the last. The end? I did not like the last action scene at all. That was very anticlimactic, not very cool. I, I talked about way, that on my AJ rants. Did you? I hate yeah, the way about that. the ending is. That the way the big baddie gets beat. Oh, I'm okay like with that. that. Really, I'm perfectly fine with that. That's because well, this is this world, and these aren't these hero or not heroes. These characters are. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the cheesy one-liner. Mm -hmm. At this point, I feel like we we should completely phase it out. The whole one-liner of like uh, you allude back to like it's like an homage kind of thing at the beginning where she's like, "Oh, fit qu uh, quick fingers, quick hands." Like I don't do it, don't show it, don't say it kind of thing. Right, right. We've accepted that she's a pit pocket. She has quick, nimble fingers. That's perfectly fine. Uh, I thought the the shock value of that death was because it's like 
Oh, is it going to do the typical and he'll come back next? No, he's not coming back next movie. There's no, there is a 0% chance he's coming back next movie. It was shocking. And I had a very audible, loud laugh from it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time afterwards, I was like, but wait, that's it. Like that's, there was no, like, there was really, really no real confrontation. Other than with his, his, his lackeys. I mean, that's kind of how that is. He's not like the, we're kind of used to the, the, boss of the bad guys being the boss final fight mm-hmm. that's why he has lackeys because he's not a good fighter he's not a good you know this this, and the other thing he's charismatic and smart kind of thing that's his whole i think what i was looking for is image. like if it's the emancipation of harley quinn i was kind of wanting guess her to have more i don't know what the word for it is like just almost torture him more get a little bit more out of it um I think well, she's trying that. to be a more good guy kind of thing. She's not being, yeah. that's the whole bit. She's getting at, she's not inherently that. Right. She's not that person. She's not the Joker. Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole thing. She's, you know, a twisted anti, especially as of recent with her, due to her popularity in the comics and stuff. They, Harley Quinn is not the same Harley Quinn. She was even five not years ago. Uh, but she's a, the, the most light chaotic neutral, I guess a person can, uh, can be. But like I said, the reason I like Birds of Prey so much is, you know, I thought the action for a superhero movie was good. Yeah. Uh, especially as a DC movie, I think it took uh, the stylized. I thought it was incredible. It's to me, it's Looney Tunes meets Deadpool kind of thing. Uh, and people have, are always begging, man, I want a bloody rated R superhero. Okay. Well, you guys, they did it and no one saw it. So that's why you're getting a bunch of cookie cutter Aquaman <laughs> and Shazam. It's your fault because nobody saw this movie. It tanked at the box office and that blew, like, keep in mind, this is a DC movie. Aquaman, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman are making hundreds of millions of dollars. This movie actually makes a stylized rated R standout DC movie and nobody saw it. Like, come on. That's what disappointed me about it. But like I said, it's, it's a diamond, it's a diamond in the rough of what DC has to offer. And what scares me is they're like, okay, fine. We'll make the move you guys are begging for. We'll make a dark comedic, uh, bloody super DC movie. And nobody saw us. And now there's evidence for them to never want to do it again. For sure. Yeah. In in that regard, you're definitely completely right. It was the best DC movie. It's between that and Shazam, in my opinion. I think Wonder um, Woman's the the second really? best. Okay, we well, can talk about that in, a, in another talk. project that we're working yep. on. Uh, that third act kills it, but I think the rest of Wonder Woman is incredible. But <clears throat> I digress. So that was our homework from last week. Uh, all caught up. Okay, uh, something so, I wanted to. Oh, go ahead, Darren. Uh, I wanted to know if you guys had heard about this new thing called NBA Top Shot. Have you guys heard of this? I Anyone? am not familiar. No. Mm-mm. I figured Matt probably was the only one that he even maybe had briefly heard of it. Okay, oh, so NBA. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> sports, Heath. The sports ball. Oh, yeah. I'm out of this one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so NBA Top Shot. Um, okay, so I'll just read literally from the website. It says, it's a new era in fandom. And it's about more than repping your favorite teams and players. For the first time, you can own the NBA's greatest highlights. Are you ready? So basically what it is, is they are like 15 to 30 second clips of like plays from NBA history that are like tagged like serial numbers. This is like, you know, you got, you got clip number one or clip number 267 or whatever. And like they're selling them. Like people are like, they're like, they're like trading cards basically. Yeah. Like, so you, okay. You, you own like the number six or whatever. And that's like, you own that clip, but like, 
except for it's just a video clip that I can go on YouTube and watch myself. So like, it's not like you actually own the property. You just own like the trading card, essentially. It's like a, almost like, well, it's backed by a blockchain technology, like which essentially is like Bitcoin, Bitcoin and those kind of things, like all of the cryptocurrency. It's backed by that same technology in terms of like that you do technically own an individual non-fungible token NFT is what they're called. Um, and anyways... So one, I want to hear what you guys think about that generally as a concept of like people, they're trading for like, one traded for like $700,000. Like, what? I'm not joking. Like, I'm not joking. Like, and like, there was one, let me, I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it and oh I'll find some like, God. some clips of things that are like, whatever, like that have traded for a lot. So go ahead, AJ, what do you think about Top Shot as generally Dude, as a concept? I never want to hear anything about nerdy people and comic books and all that. Because that is the exact same thing, but dumber in my opinion, because it's not even thought out and like planned. Like it's like, oh, why is this comic book valuable? Well, a dude sat at a desk and he wrote a story. He decided he thought of an idea. He created an idea, did drafts, executed it. There's art. There's all this stuff versus that guy threw that ball in that hoop really hard. Really good. And people are spending $700,000 on that crap. That there's never, there's never going to be a movie franchise that changes the world because Steph Curry knows how to drain from the freaking half court. Like it's <laughs> come on. It's yeah. the same thing. It's no different than a Pokemon card, except it's dumber. It's really <laughs> weird. But like, I like, like I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be something that's like actual, like long term, like because people are they're like again they're like so collectors have currently spent more than two hundred thirty million dollars oh on virtual my moments. Gosh, uh, so this is like spend since spend the money how you want to spend the money. If that like gives this you joy, year, get joy. Like it's like this year, like that it started, and there's already been that much money that's traded hands on this website. And like I even like went to the website, and you you can't even sign up for it now because it says. Um, yeah, there are too many signups. You know, we're we're halting signups for now, basically. And it, but it's 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 also in beta right now. So one thing that's funny about it too, is that you can't even like you have to wait like so many weeks to deposit your money, and then you can't even withdraw money either for like six weeks. You like you submit a withdrawal request, and you can't even get your money from that until like six weeks later. So, so it's super it, it, explain weird. Explain this to me a little more because I'm having a hard time visualizing exactly what this is, what this product is. Like, say you bought one. Explain to me what you're getting. You get, I, I assume, some sort of file or access. I don't know. You get but sent I'm sure. An MP4? I'm what? sure this will become an app of some sort. I have no idea, but all I know is that literally, like, again, I don't know if it's like on your computer or if it's like you sign in and you have access to it or if it's like technically yours. Like I said, like it's on your phone, like downloaded to your phone or whatever. I have no idea what the actual process is like, but. Essentially, you again, just like you own a trading card, you have that card in your hand. It, Rather than it being okay. in your hand, you have it on your computer, essentially. So I looked. I'm looking at this right now, and like the Tyler Heroes three point shot in February twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Like I mean, so, the clip that I ago. yeah, the clip I'm watching it. It's a pretty dope play. I mean, he makes a cross and. So it's literally like a just guy. It's footage. I mean, yeah, it's it, just it, f- just clips from pl- clips from the games. That's I, all. It I is. Like, like the concept, but I don't know. It, this is. 
I don't know. This is really weird. I mean, I'm not like sincerely doing. First of all, let's talk about the wrapper. Looks like a condom. Let's be 100 percent clear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on their website right now. It looks like a like a condom package. Like it's it's literal. Because like if you if you think about it, there is literally. Honestly, probably millions of plays at this point. If you go, oh, if course. they're if they're doing the whole like history of NBA, then there's definitely millions of plays. And so, like, I mean, there's plays that you wouldn't even know existed. Which I love that they're creating an cool, artificial, but everything they're creating an artificial business. Exactly, it's total like just, just make believe money. Make people make, yeah, real money for insane it. to me. It's really weird. So now. That all that leads to this of do you guys have you guys heard of the Paul Pierce wheelchair game? Do you guys even know who Paul Pierce is? Anyone? I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I'm familiar with the game. Okay. I don't know what the game so, is, but so in like I don't even know 08, 07 or something like that, maybe a little earlier than that. I'm not sure the exact date. Um, yeah, it was in 08, the 08 finals. Um, Paul Pierce was carried off the court and then put into a wheelchair and wheeled back to uh, the locker room and then like. 15 minutes later, came back onto the court, was totally fine. But then some, like, really, you know, internet detectives basically, like, took and slow-mos of the clips and stuff have been carried off and then saw there was, like, a little stain on his pants, like, right next to his booty hole. And so, like, mm-hmm. oh, he, nothing oh, yeah. happened to his legs. He just he just crapped himself. Yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, so basically they're saying, like, oh, he just crapped himself and was just, like, faking a leg cramp so he could put <laughs> taken off the court. So it's, it's the amazing. infamous, like, Paul Pierce, you know, crap game basically is what it's called. Anyways, so a clip of him <laughs> being carried off the court <laughs> sold for $750,000 yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Gosh. <laughs> I bet it's Paul Pierce. He bought it himself because I got to take that this thing so off the goddamn. Yeah, right. Burn it. Burn it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's NBA Top Shot. Um, I'm interested let, let to see. Let me be clear. I think this is the one of the stupidest things in the world because it's artificial. Imagine if comic books were like for free in the public. You can, I don't, I mean, it's not, it doesn't literally work, but like you like have a thing access. Everyone has access to it. And then you're going to pay to get a panel from that comic book. <laughs> it's re- it's so stupid Dang. to me, but hey. But imagine get, 40 years ago. Enjoy the things you enjoy. And 40 years ago when like people started like collecting trading cards and it's like, oh, you're just going to pay $100,000 for this piece of cardboard. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's incomprehensible at that point in time to think that like something would be valuable because it's just a piece of cardboard. It's the same, the same it's thing. The same thing to me though. Yeah. The biggest it's the same thing, thing is that is it's a physical thing. But it's the same thing as crypto. Bitcoin is doesn't is literally doesn't exist, but it's worth fifty thousand dollars right now. But but that's money. That's you use that. It as doesn't a exist currency. though. It's I literally understand, numbers. but it's an, I mean, money doesn't exist technically. Like I don't like my money is a magical number on my bank account. I mean, your dollar bill same represents man. gold. But yeah, I, but but that's what a cryptocurrency is. Not, it's a currency. No. It's 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 a tender. You can use a a. a yeah, it is. You can use a uh, no. Bitcoin to buy something online. Yes, you I was can, saying, but- Matt, your dollar bill is not backed by gold. That's just like... That's yeah, we got off the gold standard back in the 70s, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not regardless though, a Bitcoin... Go ahead and... You know, a Bitcoin is... It's a currency. You can use that. A, a clip from a video or from a, a basketball game... It's also currency, no? It's, it's literally the same concept, AJ. It's not literally the same concept, though, because the cryptocurrency li- exists exclusively as a currency. You don't get to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Like, technically, my comic books are more are closer to the, the basketball clip. But my it, biggest point is that it's a physical 
thing that exists beyond the value. It is weird. I, I do think that it the current like trading for these things is like way over overvalued. Like everything that's being traded is like just crazy overvalued. I think like maybe five years it'll still exist and there'll still be people trading them, but it won't be like the way it is now. But I do think that that is the not necessarily the, the way of the future, but I think that it's going to continue. Things will be continue to to take that path of like digital, like non tangible goods being traded. If that makes sense, and so, I think go ahead, Heath. I have the next multi billion dollar idea. Okay, guys, you ready for this? <laughs> Let's hear it. We're doing this. This stream is copyrighted. You can't yep. steal this idea. Patent it. If you steal it, suing your ass because this is this is proof right here. Sorry, I'm cussing <laughs> so much. You guys have me on a roll. Um, <laughs> celery joe so if they're buying this complete bs which is baffling to me right this gives so much legitimacy to cards like magic cards and stuff but mm -hmm. also it gives all uh, all i can think about is comparing it to other digital media that's popular right now only fans mm, what correct. if we do <laughs> randomize draw style of like these clips but instead of sports it's pictures of OnlyFans stuff, and like, oh my gosh, man, I got the new, I got the, the new Kim Kardashian, bro, and the change that and selling that for a billion dollars, and we just make a bunch of fake money off of our fake stuff that doesn't exist. Absolutely, I'm 100 percent down for that. You guys on? All right, dude, we should like make clips of our show and so, sell those on the internet for like oh five dollars. I need to start doing that again. So like, I'm looking at Heath this, dropping so the I, f bomb in like three seconds, dude. <laughs> A uh, so like an example here. So Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel, very popular right now in the MCU. Uh, I accidentally have her first appearance. I was just collecting the comic at the time, and her first appearance spiked. So it's a sure to be clear, it's a four dollar comic that is currently on. I'm looking on eBay right now. I'm seeing three hundred fifteen dollars. I'm seeing four hundred dollars. I'm seeing one hundred forty dollars. It. I mean, I'm seeing one as low as forty dollars, but that's a bid that's gonna skyrocket at the end. But regardless, it is a giant it has value now because there is a limited amount of printed comic books of Carol Danvers' first that's appearance thing, Captain Marvel. It's the same thing with the with those top shots. There's a limited number but of those. They can as well. literally copy the file. The file can exist multiple times. It's an it's but the thing is is that it's it has value because people assign it value. Right? I understand it's, how value works, but I'm talking about right. the product itself in its format is stupid. There, it could I'm be saying anything. there's only 250 of Tyler Hero shooting a three three weeks ago that will ever exist. But like, I can copy the file and print it or like and paste but not it. On and that now platform. there's it's an but it, again on, on that specific platform where the non non fungible tokens that are backed by blockchain technology. Like there's only 250 of those. Like yes, I could just go on YouTube and watch the clip, but like. For me, I'm trade. I own that clip on that website, and that's like the reason it's like has value. Which again, I agree with you is really silly. But you would like, think that they would already have the platform itself completely figured out, like regarding like the app or right. whatever. And that would, and this would be in addition to that. So I I mock it just because it's I would never yeah buy a digital like thing like that, like a, a thing that doesn't exist that. The the value is 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 strict. I don't understand. I, I understand literal in a literal sense the value, but I don't get the value of it. Like I would never buy a digital comic book that is whatever thousand dollars, like that kind of thing. Like I would never do that. The future is now, old man. Yeah, I guess I'm. I <laughs> guess I'm the boomer. I was looking, trying to Physical see if I media, could find. Baby. If I was trying to find Kwai's, uh buzzer beater in the 
uh, finals. I was trying to find that. It's it's not listed yet, or oh. I guess they just don't have it on the thing yet. Maybe not. Yeah. But, uh, I gotta think. Go ahead, Tom and Jerry. Today, I heard about this. You did hear about this, okay? Go ahead. So Tom and Jerry today was temporarily replaced with the new Justice League Snyder cut. So Apparently, some people were family, able to get that. Oh. If you sit down with your family, and watch. I want to watch Tom and Jerry. You instead watched the new Justice League for a few hours <laughs> until they replaced it, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Which and there might be a story man, too, but when you're done, movie can't catch a break. That's crazy. Everything that can go wrong. How do you That's screw so that funny. up like that, I, dude? I don't know. I guess it's like, I don't know. I assume it's some simple mistake, but that's just so funny to me. I, it says it, Zach's funny. HBO confirmed that yes, this did in fact happen. Zack Snyder's Justice League was temporarily available on HBO Max, and the error was addressed within minutes. So wow, that's interesting. So just like some random person was just like, let's watch Tom and Jerry. Like, oh, yes, exactly. you, hold up, hold up. Do you think this is an inside thing just no. to get more hype for it? No, no, I don't think so at all. I think it's if bad. If it is, press. it's kind of funny, but no, I think I don't think that. I think the hype is exists. I don't think there's much additional hype that can come out right now. Uh, but that reminds. Speaking of that exact type of of situation that happened, uh, you were with me. He yeah, about the same story when I heard it. So go ahead. So we. This is actually one of the first times Heath and I ever hung out outside of work. Me, Heath, Lee, uh, and maybe another guy or two from work, and then the significant others decided to go see The Amazing Spider-Man. I think the year was 2012, 2011, 2012. And so we go to the theaters. We're hyped. Spider-Man, baby. And it's new. It's a clean slate Spider-Man. We didn't know. We're like, all right, let's see this. So we're all hyped. It's the big theater in the mall. So if those of you who don't live in Wichita Falls at this, especially at this time, the mall was the bad theater, but there were two good theaters in the mall. It was in one of those big theaters. So like nothing but high and just good positivity at this point. So we sit down and trailers kind of stuff pop up, whatever. All of a sudden, the movie starts and I see Matthew McConaughey grabbing his balls and his like his his very <laughs> bulging penis. Full and frontal. we're like, I don't think this is Spider-Man. <laughs> and you immediately see parents, because it's a Spider-Man movie, standing up, walking out. All of a sudden you see a naked walking, Olivia Munn and a, Chan- a Channing Tatum. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> It's to be hundred percent clear. There's this coworker who um, we're not really friends with, but this coworker just shouts out, "When's he get bit by the spider?" <laughs> <laughs> so talk about a blood. Like at least I'll give uh, Heath. Like talk about a good extra good day where you get to see the brand new Spider-Man movie and you get to see Olivia Munn. Right on. It was so funny, dude. Baby, uh, that was one of the funniest experiences I've ever had. Because like you were saying, they're walking kids out. You mean you see like six fathers and, and moms with their kids run out of that, that place so fast. So for those of you who didn't realize it what the mistake so was, instead of the amazing Spider-Man, it was Magic Mike <laughs> that was being played <laughs> in our movie. It was so good. And it was like, of course, leave it to the mall to do this crap. Apparently that happened. I didn't get to experience it, but apparently that happened too very infamously with some kids movie. Maybe it was, uh, I don't know. One of those kids, maybe Pixar movies, and apparently they played the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> Rob Zombie film. Uh, so the year had to have been like oh nine, and wow. uh, that's just talk about like it, you would think it would the mistake would occur with any other movie, any other PG thirteen movie that happens to be out. It's the hard R movie that ends yeah, up being it's gotta go in. polar opposite, of course. Yeah, yeah so I can't help <laughs> but, but think that that was yeah. like someone playing a prank and they were fired that same day. They're like, bet you won't. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> but so that happened. Uh, speaking of being out of touch and me being a boomer, I got to have nothing but respect for Fortnite. What happened now? Have you seen these characters that have been confirmed and like released on Fortnite? No, I have not. Who would have thought that the first time we would get a unquote universe of Ryu, Chun-Li, freaking Ripley, and I think an alien, a Predator, you get Sarah Connor, a Terminator, Kratos, you got a homeboy from Halo. Master Chief. Yeah. What? How? How is this happening? Are, Are they initiating it or are they coming to them saying, please put my character in there? And how, what, are they trying to get me? Because all of a sudden they have Street Fighter and they have the Terminator and they have (laughs) like, what, what is happening right now? Yeah. Cause you think like, oh, they're trying to get the kids, but they're not, they have Sarah Connor and stuff. And who is, no, kids don't give a crap about Terminator. (laughs) Ripley being in it is just like, what the crap? What is happening? I don't even know who Ripley is, honestly. She's the chick from Alien. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a meme now between us now. It's like, we have so much hate, but so much love for Fortnite. (laughs) I have said this, and I will always say this. If Fortnite didn't, like, obviously they will never do this because it's Fortnite. But if they had it to where you didn't have to build, or like building wasn't a main mechanic of the game, I would play Fortnite. I really would. I mean, I'm Uh, inclined to agree. (laughs) It's totally like the Vince Vaughn from Anchorman bit where it's like, I hate you. God but yeah. God damn it, do I respect you? <laughs> I, I have nothing but like respect for them. Like, there's nothing. I mean, I hate Epic as a company, but as just Fortnite as a game, how are they doing this? How are they out doing that Smash Jedi, Brothers? Man. It's and ridiculous. What the freaking crap characters? It, it, it's, it blows my mind. I Dude, cannot believe that Fortnite spe- is doing speaking this. Speaking of Epic Games, did y'all hear that they bought the studio behind uh, Fall Guys? No. Nope. Is that game still alive? Yeah. It's still played. I thought I about playing Fall it Guys would have had but... its little pop and then... I mean, they're updating the game and keeping fresh content, so as long as they keep doing that, then... I mean, it won't be as huge as Among Us or anything, but, I mean, it'll stay relevant. Relevant, relevant enough for the, um, Epic Games to buy them. <laughs> I'm just waiting for. Oh no, crap! They did it because I was, I was. Uh, Nintendo needs to get in on Fortnite. That's the one final missing. That's the missing Infinity Stone for the gauntlet that is <laughs> Fortnite. Because they have Master Chief from from Xbox and they have Kratos yeah, from, from PlayStation. They have the mascots. How oh, much no, sense does it make to get Mario into this game? It's it writes itself. Another thing too. Um, I'll let me find the. Screenshot. I have it right It'd here. It'd probably be Link, or maybe even a Splatoon character. How much sense does that make? It would translate super well. Because uh, I, I can't see them giving Mario a gun. <laughs> they, um, yeah, here. That'd be this, I don't know if this is a leak, like an accidental leak, or is just like Walmart being dumb or something. But so the other day was Master Chief's birthday, and so they're like another trip around the sun. Uh, happy birthday, Master Chief! And then Walmart Canada Gaming tweets the at halo account on twitter it's a picture of a smash brothers invitation and it says happy birthday 117 we actually got john a little something to celebrate just need an address and it's the smash brothers invitation people are just like what is did they just leak Mm. master chief because 
I don't think so. I think they just don't know. They're having been a joke on the subreddit, but (laughs) I think they have an out of touch dude in charge of their Twitter account. I guess, but that. It'd be really funny. They're if not they the ones to do that. <laughs> they don't get to do that. I can do that technically. <laughs> it has to come from Nintendo. Oh yeah, but, but it's just funny. That uh, is interesting because if, if it does seem come out to be true, then that'd be crazy. That'd be insane. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, though, Heath, what is uh, what's what is is PlayStation doing? So this was one of the most interesting stories this week for sure. Um, it's been it's been found that. PlayStation has a patent out there to turn non-luminous passive objects into controllers for the PS4. So <laughs> science, I don't know. And the funniest thing is their patent photo is a hand holding a banana with <laughs> the uh, the PS4 buttons mapped to it. I personally think this is one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard in my life. I'm super excited for this. So you're saying that like when my controller is dead and I'm like, dang it, I can't charge it and play at the same time. Just go grab, go grab a banana and I'm back in the game. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Pretty much. They I just, saying- I'm excited for the implementation. Very rarely in video games am I ever like, I don't understand how that would work. Okay. Game on. I, I don't know. I am they're interested. Like, they're saying, they give like examples. It's like a coffee mug, a book, cold cuts. <laughs> just like... <laughs> <what they're- laughs> A controller. <laughs> Dude, I'm so ready for this. In the hands of someone that's like really creative and smart, this could be so well, cool. The thing the thing is too though, it's also a patent. And companies also have like yeah. thousands of patents all the time that never come to light. It could, well, so. the thing is, that's just as fun for me if there's some board meeting that happened and they're like, uh, guys, I heard rumors that Nintendo was working on a ham sandwich controller. And they're <laughs> like, well, not, not, not before we do it. And they immediately sent something over to the patent office. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm reading this now. Okay, so it says, uh, the, the idea is that a camera scans the object in your hand using a contour detection operation and the output of a machine learning model tracks its shape and maps the controller buttons on it. So it's not even like you plug anything in. It's just like you just hold it in your hand and it knows like... Uh, That might suck. <clears throat> no, dude. This so is so cool. It'll be like so gaming with a PlayStation though. I need a button. I need the kin- like the kinetic... I need and plus like tactile. a banana specifically. We'll I hope it's a ripe one or like not a ripe yeah. one because it's like you just like end up squishing it in your hand. <laughs> dude, I can see it now. Like I'm just thinking like pipe dreams. Like if it gets in the hands of someone like really creative, like if like Kojima does it, you already know it's going to be like some super. Oh, I thought you were going to go to porn metaphor. games. Come on, man. <laughs> That's my next cucumber. <laughs> like Kojima, you Maybe. just know he's going to do some like really cool metaphor type stuff. Like you got to use this, or like it's going to be like some really super action packs like game, and you're going to use a pin, and then you're going to like just walk that through it because the pin's mightier than the sword, you know. And just, we'll be like, oh my god, he's so smart. We're not the worthy. The P and oh. pen stands. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> the P and pen stands for pen. <laughs> Dude, this I don't know why this reminds me of this. Do you remember? Uh, this is one of those weird things that just lives in the recesses on my mind. There was a, I think, a Digimon game on the PS2, maybe the PS1, maybe I think it was PS2, and it was the whole thing where you can collect monsters by inserting different discs into your, I think, PlayStation 2. Hmm. And so you would eject the, the Digimon game, and you would get if you were in my house, a bunch of, you know, gospel (laughs) CDs or something and you'd put it in. And I remember I was hearing about it like conceptually. I'm like, dude, cause I had a friend who had it. I'm like, dude, this 
is the most advanced game that ever exists. I'm like, you're telling me I can get like a, like a Rob zombie CD and all of a sudden I'll have like a, a heavy metal, like zombie monster in this game, <laughs> or I can get, uh, like a Spider-Man game and I'll have like a Spider-Man type monster. I'm like, dude, this is mind blowing. And no, it doesn't work. It's just RNG. It's completely randomly generated. It doesn't make any difference. You actually maybe have like this really weird thought. I just remembered from my childhood. There was a thing similar to that where you would scan barcodes and it would give you was random monsters. Maybe and that I was remember, it. I remember wanting it so badly. To be 100% I was super young. Digimon game scan hmm uh nothing popped i'll look into that later but man that interesting yeah yeah maybe that was what it was maybe it was scan the barcode but i remember just thinking like conceptually like oh my god this is a game changer this is oh it's (laughs) and no (laughs) it was completely rng uh so uh call back to last episode because i've had time to think about it matt you asked me a question because i brought up uh, the difference between suspense and horror suspense yes. being, you don't know what's going to happen. Horror being that it is going to happen. And you asked me, well, what's a thriller? So I did some research into it. Uh, a thriller is literally anything that's thrilling. It is very disappointing. <laughs> so thrilling. anything. Exciting. That... Okay. <laughs> exciting in various degrees. Are you, is your heart pounding through your chest? And that's exciting. Thriller. Is I, Vin Diesel <laughs> jumping out of a car with fireworks and you know an astronaut <laughs> floating behind him? Literally, thriller. any any movie I enjoy then is a thriller. Then yes, and the, anything not a thriller <laughs> is a bad movie to you. I, <laughs> you have to yeah. be excited, adrenaline for Dude, you. Dude, like I love thrillers, right, Matt? Yeah, bro, I love them. They're my favorite. I love non-thrillers. <laughs> yeah, and then you have the, so the movies and stuff. That I feel like there has to be Juice yeah. the Black Messiah is a non-thriller for Matt. Non-thriller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shark Dude, Tale? That's... Thriller. No, not thriller. Uh, speaking of I things last like episode. Darren, what did you say shocked... to me? Oh, I actually God. don't Matt, like why? Shark Tale. Oh, dude. Come on, Darren. It's not Shark Tale. Are you is kidding perfect... me? Darren, it's not worth it. We'll sedate it. Are you well, Darren, kidding Darren, me, Matt? Darren, Darren, Darren I, hey, we will give you, you know, a platform to talk about this in the future. You know, you know the gif with uh, Captain America is like, I can do this all day. That's me right now. <laughs> Darren. Darren, take it from me. Anger's not the way. <laughs> Darren, <laughs> we have it. We were working on a platform for you to have the perfect response to this. We're working on it. Cage that beast. <laughs> Tether the beast. I have nothing to say. You know, you know what else I don't like? Shrek. Good movies. Any good movie. All right. Uh, so speaking of things last episode, let's just move past it. It's okay. Think of things last episode. Darren, how did you not... I, I was waiting for that text from you. Did you not listen to the last episode? No, actually, I didn't. I haven't yet. Actually, I, <sighs> I, I was off like three days last week, so okay, I didn't listen fine. to a lot of podcasts. I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm, just, I'm, I'm waiting for a text from you from, uh, <laughs> from last episode. Okay. We'll move past that. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> something else before we let's go ahead and actually you know screw it let's just dive into the wanda wandavision talk all right so uh spoilers oh. people do you have something yeah. else uh no i was gonna say that like yeah if you haven't seen somehow you haven't seen wandavision by th- at least on wednesday so like if you if you haven't seen it after six days or whatever it being released then Okay, we're going to talk about WandaVision, the entire series, probably in full, all the implications, blah, blah, blah. The so finale. Just know, 
Just know that basically the rest of the episode, I mean, we might do like some recommendations and homework and stuff, but for the most part, the rest of the episode is going to be WandaVision talk. So yes. know that going forward. You have your so. warning. We are going to, I suggest you pause now. I'm, by the time I'm done doing this sentence, we're going to just dive into WandaVision. <laughs> so if you don't want to hear down. it, go away. Three, two, one. What did you talk? What? All right. So, <laughs> real, so my oh, this God. is my first thought for the finale of WandaVision. Okay. WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my thought is too. You know what my thought is too. AJ. Ha ha ha. Because you said the Vision were going to become. I'll take my L with Vision. I mean, I'll take. But my to L be a hundred percent clear, I think I I think it's worse that he's alive. I think it's terrible, terrible because, well, because you don't care, but this <laughs> undermines everything that we've learned or that Wanda has gone through everything. It undermines the entire series because she gets to have her cake and eat it too. I mean, but, her, okay. Her she's also gone, so. a completely different character now. Why, I, I think what we've talked well, about sort of, her but becoming it didn't a villain is going true. Her growth didn't matter. The whole point of WandaVision so is, if she so if she becomes a villain, it doesn't matter. She well no, she is a villain. No, but regardless, her saying. growth, her growth as a person accepting loss. The whole point of all nine episodes that we've been watching is her coming to un, a understanding of loss to get to understand that it's okay to hurt. It's okay to feel all this pain and all that stuff because she lost vision, and that feeling that pain is a beautiful thing. That all of that is meaningless because he's back. Doesn't matter. I mean, sort of, we 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 haven't seen her see him again yet. So we, yeah, he, because she's for still... some weird reason, fake vision didn't tell her. Oh, by the way, sweetie, <laughs> that that I, that is infuriated. That infuriated me. That well, the whole time saying survivor, that the whole time vision saying goodbye to her of oh. like, I love you <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, you know, this is thank you know, this is okay. We had our time. Love the beautiful line of, you know, grief is love persevering, all this beautiful stuff. And as he's fading away, he's like, by the way, I, <laughs> by yeah. the way, I'm alive. As he disappears. But it wasn't it wouldn't truly be him though. It's him. He has all his memories. But per it's, the whole paradox thing, he was just like the, I, the, Thesi- the Theseus, right. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah so there is a moral of is this technically vision? He has all his memories. And it's vision, regardless though. It's like the the corpse is being is has been reanimated and he's back, maybe he has every memory of her. I mean, yeah, like so effectively he's vision, and then like going forward, like when he reappears, he will be vision. It's not like they're going to like not make him vision. Like it's not gonna be like, oh He'll by the way. Some scenes of like a distance between the two, yeah. but they're gonna get back together. He get congrats, Wanda, you get to have your cake and eat it too. It's yeah. just going to be. It's going to be like uh, he is vid back. He is technically vision, but he's going to be like, but I'm not the vision that you know type thing. He's going to be very. And it's also not, not going to be the it. same Wanda. Well, yeah, but it's, Wanda is. It, it's it is the same, same Wanda. Wanda. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's she's just, a, She may have grown as a person, but it's still her. She still loves a vision. Like, she's going to be ecstatic that she gets that vision back. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that with you saying that this whole thing was for nothing. I d- it, disagree. I mean, because it really a is a million times. Her growth didn't matter. Her learning to accept so her grief becoming, didn't matter. Her becoming Scarlet Witch doesn't matter. It. Like, well, there. I'm saying it will matter in the. It will matter in the terms of like the events of the MCU. But as far as what Wanda went through, the lessons she learned, meaningless. Hmm. Right. I don't she, really see it that way either. You don't see it that way, Heath. No, I don't think so. So you like wait? 
Do you agree with me or AJ? I think I agree with you, Matt. Okay. I don't think it was wow. meaningless because uh, I did feel legitimately like um, sad and emotional about the ending where she's like, I understand we're going to be family. We'll be together forever, but I understand I can't keep you here right now. And so she says a goodbye to her kids because by division, in her mind at least, she's saying goodbye to all of them and is willingly closing the gate, like the, the bubble in. And she understands what that means for her, but she also understands what that, that means to everybody else. People that actually are alive, she's freeing them and uh, sacrificing her own family for that reason. So I, I understand that. I understand, like I said, she thinks as far if Vision were to stay dead, then yes, she did grow and she learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. My point about it doesn't matter is her having that moment of I learned my lesson. It doesn't matter because the less the living with it isn't going to matter. But that's like, like at that po- point she accepted yeah. it. But like, in at, twenty at minutes this, we don't know. We she, Vision's just gonna fly past her. Like we don't know. I, the whole point is very, that like at this very moment she has she's lived with it. At this very yes, moment, and like I said, it would mean something if it do, like if if Vision wasn't going to come back later. I mean, it'll but probably I, be I, it'll probably be I, a while before Vision pops up anyway. You know, I see I both sides because I understand like at some point in time in the future when Vision reappears like in front of Scarlet Witch, then yeah, she will like what's going on, like you know whatever. It might be that might be the reason that she stops being a villain is because of like Vision convincing her to like or come back to the whatever. Might, Go ahead. I was I was just gonna say, or he might it might be a very long time before he shows up, and she might be so far off into the villain part where it doesn't matter to her. You know. But, so here's my here's my point about all why all this matters. Imagine if they were to make an entire nine episode series about Thor losing his hammer and coming to grips and understanding, kind of like how Ragnarok did, of like you know what, I don't need the hammer. The hammer is gone. Fine. I'm more than just the hammer. I am Thor. And then the post credit scene is a ha- another hammer being made. It's like, so it doesn't matter. The whole but point, I, I, the lesson doesn't get to be in practice. I do think, I though, guess. the fact that she made the decision to close the gate by herself and was willing to give up her family for, like, and her world and everything that she loved, that kind of stuff, even though all her life full of trauma, that kind of stuff. And she still like made the conscious decision, knowing the consequences, although the consequences weren't like, we know the consequences aren't what she thinks they are. She still made the decision by herself. It wasn't like someone made it for her. It wasn't like someone, it wasn't like the, whatever the sword or shield or whatever, like, I guess, yeah, sword, right. It wasn't like they infiltrated and like destroyed the bubble and took her family away from her, that kind of stuff. And then, but she made the conscious decision to like, to get rid of her family for like the people around her and like for the world. I'm not arguing against that. As far as Wanda at this point, if you like, are not watch like, like visualize or, uh, analyzing the show at that point. Yes. Wanda does, does grow and makes a decision. My problem is it gives you the, but she's going to get him back anyway in the show right at that point. Yes. Wanda does make the hard decision. She makes, she learns a lesson and she grows as a person, but she doesn't have to live with it. And that's my problem. The very lesson she learned is undone because she gets to get vision back. I understand that's my sides. problem. Currently, technically I'm not mad until they meet again, but because we know how this works, we know they're going to meet again. Oh, of course. There's no, that's my beef with it. Down. Technically I'm not mad now. 
I wonder what what if they had instead of putting like that exchange between the two visions where like they you know he trans transported all his memories to the new vision like what if they didn't show that in the show and like they revealed that happened like later on like in a different movie I would have been like, angrier I, absolutely like absolutely if they tried to like cop out and like explain why Vision was back like in a different movie and like oh yeah uh, yeah by the way Vision like you know just recreated himself in a different Vision's body whatever like I'm glad they did it here at least I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, I could think maybe in a different way, maybe another here. I mean, I'm, this is, I'm armchair directing this, but like in another Dr. Strange does something like there's tons of ways to get vision, his memories back. And I think, ha- I mean, I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with how the fight went out because vision is a more intellectual character. So ha- them having an intellectual fight, mm-hmm. I think is, is perfectly fine. And frankly, Very I was cool. kind of hoping at that point I was getting hype because the whole, like the, the, the paradox thing i was hoping vision was going to start attacking himself i thought that would have been incredible <laughs> he's like, my, well, my prime directive is to destroy vision i am vision and Spike he just starts beating the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. yes one of the, i was high i was hoping that was gonna happen one of my friends so, made that joke when we were watching he was like oh he realizes he's vision so he just takes off i just want to smoke to come sun. out of his ears like <laughs> like i said i'm like i said technically i'm not mad right now i'm mad for what we understand is an inevitability yeah so I will be, I'll reserve this anger, uh, for whatever movie they end up coming, getting back together. I, I think we it's, know what's going to happen. I think it's fine. Cause I mean, if like they, I called it first off because they're running out of heroes, literally. <laughs> so like they can't just get rid of everyone. They need people around to establish. They're more not story. running out of heroes, Matt. They're not running out of heroes. People that we're familiar with. That's dude. People don't give a crap about what they're familiar with. You're not familiar with Vision. People are familiar with Vision. You just you got introduced to him, and now you like him. I he's been in. The you didn't know about now. Vision before. That, I think just well, because I don't read the comics doesn't mean I'm have, I I can't not be familiar with him. You're not familiar with Vision. You didn't know his powers. You didn't know that he's made uh, Ultron made him. You didn't know about Vision. I, I knew I'm that willing from, to. I don't know that for sure. I'm waiting to that. That I'm I willing that to wait because Vision's an obscure character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You didn't know and watch. When, I, they, uh, they definitely when Ke- explained it in Age of Ultron. I think what he's before saying, Matt, is that Age of Ultron, before right. you were introduced to him, okay. you didn't know. They're going That's to introduce another character I, soon. Yes. They're going to introduce new characters. I can be familiar with the character without having to read the comics is what I'm no, saying. No, I think what he's saying, Matt, is that like there are an infinite number of characters from the Marvel Universe that no one knows about that they could introduce and you would have the same level of like... Oh, okay. I like this character now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Bef- I, yes. I understand what you're saying because there is four movies of context that, yes, okay, we know Paul Bettany's vision. Like, he is, like, he exists. He's a good character. We enjoy him, blah, blah, blah. But, like, going forward in this next phase of Marvel stuff, like, they're going to introduce new characters, act, like, with new actors acting as those characters. And we're going to feel the same way about them because they do, they do a good job. So, like, what AJ is saying is that there is thousands of characters that we don't know anything about that can, will, will, will be introduced at some point in time and you will still feel the same way about them. You know what I'm saying? So okay. like vision, so, vision leaving this universe is not a big deal. So what I'm saying is like from a, from a business standpoint, I, it would be very dumb of them to just start completely over. Like it's 2008 and they're remaking the whole universe. Well, yeah, I agree. That'd be dumb too. So think, and have, I don't think them, they have to have that, characters that everyone knows around still so how do you feel about tony dying i am sad about it yeah he's way more important though right yes. way more important he, than vision he is the father of the MCU. i know that's why i'm and surprised so, they did that 
And I thought, and I, I can't speak for you, but I think it was great. It was what made Endgame impactful and beautiful. Okay, so who, who else is still around though? Is what I'm saying. I mean, Black Panther. Well, not Black Panther, I mean, kind of. <laughs> the one person you you shouldn't. Have picked. <laughs> Dang it, I mean, man. What, I mean, what more do you want me to say? Thor, Hulk, Hawkeye, Black Widow's movie is coming out. I mean, what more do you want me to? Tons I'm, I'm, and tons of people. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet. Doctor Strange, Spider Man. I mean, what do you want me to do? I they they're getting rid of characters. All of the getting, garden, all the guardians. All of the yeah, all of the guardians. Like this, they there's a there. I feel like you just you don't because you don't know what you don't know, and because I know that uh, I think her name's Camilla, the chick who's going to be Miss Marvel, is such a great character. There's going to there's characters coming out that Nick Fury in the scrolls, all this stuff, Bucky and, and Falcon there there's a ton of characters that you just don't know that you're going to like. And if you kill a character for emotional impact, they have to stay dead for the emotional impact to remain. Vision died twice in front of Wanda that traumatized her. And then the so to the point where they had an entire series about her getting over that. And then they bring him back. All That's saying, my grief. All I'm saying is I trust Kevin Feige and Disney and what they're doing. <laughs> sure. Yes. But I disagree with him about this. I think there was a, to me, it lessens the impact of the story, but I digress. I was wrong about vision being dead in my, in my prediction. You were wrong about Mephisto and I'm I, super and hyped. I, everybody was wrong about Mephisto. I was constantly wrong for 45 minutes the entire time because I said, there's not going to be very, very big yeah, fight scenes. Yeah, you had to eat And like the that. entire time was a fight scene. scene. There was like the entire episode was a fight scene. So it's like, I'll, okay, I don't cool. know why you <laughs> thought that because the, the last episode literally ended with attention. I also <laughs> specifically said, I don't want to make any predictions because I'm always wrong. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just make this prediction. I'll all be wrong and we'll just try this. And mean, it was like, within five seconds, I was like, oh, I'm already wrong. Cool. <laughs> So <laughs> that was like uh, the most given thing, though. Like, the, like yeah, that was ends. a weird. That was a weird flag. A to weird plant. call. Uh, I am super glad that <laughs> there was no Mephisto, just because, haha, all you losers that were like, I bet that's Mephisto. I bet that Mephisto. I it's part of the fun, AJ. It's not fun to me because there's people who are like harassing. You have so much knowledge in it. It's like, not. I'll, no, it's just, it's not. To me, it's not knowledge. It's just basic understanding of how a story's made. It's just basic common sense. Like people are overlooking this story is about grief. WandaVision beginning to end is about grief. And by it doesn't have to always blow up the MCU and add extra stakes and add extra characters. Let it be about Wanda being sad. Make a show about that. And you don't have to, I bet they're going to introduce Mephisto in this. Why? Stop. Fine. We're not, we're not supposed to know that. We're not supposed to think that. We're supposed to be thinking about Wanda and Vision. And so, like to me, it, it distracts people. And what I was getting at, people are throwing a fit at uh, Kevin Feige. People are throwing a fit at the director of One Division. They're throwing a fit at the actors because they didn't get something that wasn't promised. People are throwing a fit that Mephisto wasn't in that last finale. If that's true, yeah. that's ridiculous. That is it ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah, especially because like the all those things that like whenever you already have like a red herring that you're like, you know, chasing, that's called, that's confirmation bias. Like then you start looking for things that don't mm -hmm. actually exist. And like to reaffirm your already bias is like, Hey, Mephisto's going to be in this show. So like you see like a rabbit and his name is scratchy or whatever. And it's like, Oh yeah. Old scratch is the devil's nickname. Like, Oh, okay, cool. Oh, there's a fly over here. Mephisto was a fly at one point in time in the comic. Yeah. That must be, must be a thing. It's like, so you're already looking for things that like 
even though they're just like random things in the show that they may or may not have been on purpose. Like they could have been just been trolling everyone. That's fine. But regardless, like whenever you st- are looking for something, then you're going to see all of the little details hidden in the, in the corners and stuff. And so, yeah, like I can understand why they're upset, but it's like, I, under, I also understand, I understand both sides. Like, AJ, like it is fun, like for people to like, you know, dissect things and try to look for little Easter eggs here and there. But also at the same time, it's like, it doesn't really do anything for the I'm show. It doesn't make, doesn't make me enjoy fun. it more. If you can have fun with the, I bet because the fly existed in this issue and does this and that, if you can do that and then not have it and not be disappointed, I guess, like have it not affect your thoughts on the episode. I mean, do you, to me, I, I don't have no grief with that. No brief. I mean, I do that too. I have tons of like rapid fire theories of, oh, I bet that represents that represents this. If it doesn't come true, I'm not promised it. I'm not entitled to it. So I'm not going to be like, I thought the episode wasn't as good because they didn't give me this. Like I'm upset that they kept vision alive, but it's because there's, there's long-term effects to this because the setup of the whole story was this thing. It wasn't because I was like, I bet this little Easter egg represents that or a big mm-hmm. represents this. So I, regardless though, Mephisto isn't in the show. I'm so happy about that. Um, what did you guys think of Wanda just walking away from everything? What do you mean? The, oh, the, she left going, the, the post credit. She left. Yeah, going to the, like that cabin in the woods or whatever. Yeah, but just leave. The point is she just walked away from Westview. Yeah. I people mean, are like, hey, you tortured us. For all we I know, guess. there are dead people. God knows where. How many? <laughs> Kids trapped in yeah. their, their rooms. Yeah. Like God knows how many people have died. And she was just like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Why, why do you think people are dead? Why do you think that they're. We don't well, know that 100% sure. But like when the homeboy came to life in, uh with vision. The girl. And he was like, where's. Oh. I got to call my sister. My dad needs his like. Oh, like whatever. Let me take care of my dad. Oh. Like there's. Like, Remember the we girl that she was like, my kid's been in a room. Please in the let her room. out. Let me go hug them. Like, we don't know explicitly, <laughs> Dang, but the yeah. point is she did something horrible to these people. Yeah. And the fact she didn't have an inclination to ha- want to have any kind of penance for that to them. Yeah. I was hoping she was going to do something for them with her powers, something good. Like she snaps and then the town looks nicer, even like <laughs> anything to help these people. And she's just like, man, thank God I grew. And then she leaves the town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not no, happy with that. I mean, to be honest, I didn't feel any kind of way about that. I was just like, I didn't feel it at all. I, 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 I didn't think anything of it. Y'all either. are heartless. How did you no. not feel that way? They were mean mugging Wanda super hard. <laughs> and that's why she was like, all right, like I get it. Cause in her mind, she was trying to justify it. She was doing the whole villain thing. It was just like, I'm doing this because of this, like Thanos, I'm doing this because of this. Every single villain's like, I'm doing this for a reason. In her mind, she was doing completely justified to what she's doing. And even Rambo was like, if I had the chance, I would do that too. <laughs> So she was just like, you know, whatever. I did what I did. That's whatever. I'm sad about it, but I let him go. You guys are all free now. So you got what you got. Bye. <laughs> but you need penance. That's what makes you a villain is you're like, man, I really wanted this thing and I had the power to do it. And like, to me, what would have made it heroic for her is some kind of penance to the town where like, even if they get to just yell at her and let the town forgive her. Let the town like gather around her and they're like, she's a like, yeah, you are a witch. Let's burn her. Let's do. It. And then someone like interjects and was like, stop. <laughs> no, we know like we felt your pain because they literally said that like they're like, we felt your grief or whatever. Yeah. We felt that 
we understand and like let the town forgive her kind of thing. And then she gets to be a hero. But to me, in my head, in my head canon, she's totally a villain now. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, so. yeah. She's I, a I villain. Think... Like there's no redeeming qualities for her right now. She is 100% a villain. <laughs> but I mean, like, in, her, in her mind, she literally was like, I paid my penance. My penance was sacrificing my family. No, I, that's not, to me, that's not penance. In her mind, it is. Okay, so for in real life, let's think about your real life. You, this is too dark, never mind. Scratch. No, okay, here's, here's, the, here's, a le- here's, a less, here's a lesser version of that. Say I robbed people, it, like I stole money from them, and I sure. used that money to buy myself some ice cream. And then I get the ice cream, and I'm like, you know what? And I throw the ice cream in the trash. <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> the people are like, yeah, you stole money from us, but hey, you don't get to eat your ice cream. No, screw me. I'm the bad guy. I owe you because I took from you. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. And I, I didn't consider <laughs> the fact that, like, I really didn't consider the fact that there are people that may have actually died or, like, gotten really sick because <laughs> of just, like, you know, however long weeks of being stuck in this prison, like, that, you know, they can't be taken care of or whatever. Uh, so that makes it a lot darker. And I didn't consider that at all. Like, well, I mean, to me, but, why is no one else thinking this? If Loki would have done it, we'd have been like, yeah, that's totally a villainous thing to do. Uh huh. I'm not saying that it's not villainous. I'm saying I just didn't consider I, like those. I'm not, like saying, little... I'm, not, I'm not saying you're not. I'm talking in yeah. general. I don't understand yeah. how there's any other way to like perceive this, to take her actions from this. People have, God knows how long she was in that town. And but, people okay. were being mind controlled the entire time. And literally homeboy made it clear. It hurts. It hurts <laughs> the whole time. But even like uh, at the end, Rambo was like. And then you see the teardrop from the chick. <laughs> like, you know, this is hell that they're going through like Wanda's like before she just f's off to the mountains uh she's like looking around and rainbow's like they'll never know what she went through and yeah <laughs> she's like yeah you're right and just i mean i don't know I, I get what they're going for i totally get what you're saying in their minds she will never be a hero again she's forever a villain in their minds and this is going to cause issues um down the line for heroes in general probably it's going to be like uh, what's the Sokovia uh, Accords, Accords. Again type stuff? Yeah. yeah, because in her in their mind, she screwed up several times now, and she's yeah. never going to be a hero. She sparked in their the eyes. civil war. She did all this, this, and that. She'll never I be think a hero. I would, in their ha- eyes. I would have less problem if the tone of the show followed suit with that. If the tone, if the show made it more clear to like the the viewer, like casual, sorry, the casual viewer that she's not good after this. Hmm. Like there needs to be penance. Like if like if some give me a throwaway line from Rambo or uh, or Agent Cho or somebody who's just like uh, or uh, Cho right Agent Wu Jimmy Wu whatever Jimmy Wu sorry yeah. uh, Jimmy Wu uh, who was just like one line of like you know we got to go we're gonna have to go after her right or something yeah of like yeah. you know we like give Rambo like you know I would have done the same thing so but so here's a head start before I have I to mean, come after you. Give me something. They, they did, but they didn't They kind of, uh, because of Ag- Agatha Harkness, because she was like, for one, you're destined to destroy the world. And for two, she was like, you don't know what you've just unleashed. So it's two very ominous. Yeah. Things it's true. Just said about it is very it is ominous. True. true. Uh, I say all that crapping on it. That's my, that's my big, that's my grief of the episode. I think the episode was still good. I don't think it ruins the series per se for me, I can still forgive it. Cause technically I'm not mad until later. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the finale. I thought, uh, the action was top notch. 
uh, it felt like a movie, like a Marvel move, proper movie, and you know, instead of you know a, a TV show. So I thought that was really really great. Uh, I got hyped during the 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 final boss battle where Wanda does the runes, the runes on the thing. Like man, I got hyped that was during so that, cool. where I'm like, oh, that's why she was missing. Like that was really super dope. <laughs> uh, I thought the the bit with fake Pietro was funny. It that yeah. you know that joke landed for me. Uh, I wish they would have made it a little more clear that he was bad. Uh, even after the 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 Easter egg from last episode or something, because I was confused for a bit of like why they were in the room. It took yeah. me a second to register what was going on. Well, and I don't understand why. Like, so obviously he was still like some sort of quicksilver, though, right? Because like he was still sprinting around the room. That was like, uh, that was Agatha. Agatha doing she gave what? him that power. Oh, I witchcraft. See. But and then so the other thing is too is like so he like just tapped her on the chest and she like got like you know like hurt her bad or whatever like she fell over and then like thirty seconds later she, he, she pinned him down with no consequences right yeah a little lazy it's so weird like that well that, she has that, powers but I guess they could they should have had a little mini fight but like it was literally like she he touched her lightly and she got like like oh 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 stop whatever and then like nothing else like no resistance from this dude that like you know apparently has like super strength or whatever it is like you know super quickness i guess and I, like, that's fair it was like, very weird but dumb dumb suggestion i wonder if him doing that to her is what gave her the super speed type thing towards the end wasn't that after she, before she got shot who got the her super eyes speed? Photon. talking about photon yeah doesn't she Rambo, more or less have super speed because like whenever she was like watching the bullet and crap did that somehow transfer power so. into her when she got hit? I don't with think that? that's how her powers work. It isn't her. I'm she's not rogue. I think it's. I think she absorbs energy. That's her thing. Yeah, she can her take energy. energy and, getting hit really fast. Yeah, she absorbed know. the energy. Yeah, the thing is, if they would have had a little fight there, that would have sure. been cool to me. It would have been if, really cool. When he hits sure. her, her eyes glow mm-hmm. the color of him, like silver or something. Yeah. It would have made sense. That'd and then dope. she was able to grab him, pin him. Uh, I think there's too much distance between the hit and then when that happened for that to. Uh, even if it like in real time, if it was right away, they put too much distance within the show for us to make that link of, like, yeah, no, Oh, okay. Falling. Like if it would have been, he hits her, she's on the ground. She looks at him, her eyes turn silver, then cut back to the vision fight or whatever that happened during that scene. Then it would have made more sense, but they sure. didn't do that. Uh, I thought that, I thought that joke landed. Uh, I, I will say it ended sad. I'll, I'll take that as my prediction that I've had for episodes now of the show is not going to end well. Yeah. You know, I, there was actually, I mean, I, I mocked the whole vision coming back, but I was, it still hit me a bit. I was still really sad and heartened. It oh, was a little yeah. dark with the kids. Like it was like saying goodbye yeah. to the kids. To me, I visioned that of like, we're like going to suicide the house. Like I'm going to like turn on the car in the garage kind of thing. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> like, like, like that's how I, mean, I took it. They, like I guess, what do you guys think? Do the kids know what was happening there? Like, do they know that they're about to like get vaporized or whatever? Or like, I don't know. Like, I don't think so. Maybe no. I don't know. If not, that's super well, dark. It's yeah. They like what about the like the very last like two seconds of the last post credit scene where they're just like crying out to her too? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah, that's again, her. Like cheapens for me a little bit. Yeah. Well, like I think that's her trying to reach out to them somehow, right? Like yeah. I, if you want to use. Uh, there's I have two theories in that multiverse is one of them, yeah. which again we're not supposed to technically know. Multiverse is one of them, or it's their souls out, hmm. out there. Like she managed to create because she, whatever, like the souls of the kids. That those are my two theories, but it gives you an interesting little tease for like what they're not dead. 
And so, and with uh, the uh, Agnes thing earlier, you know, like, so she, like, at, at the end, like, she, like, you know, turns her back into the nosy neighbor or whatever, right? Like, so is she just, like, permanently nosy neighbor for the yes. rest of her life, basically? Yeah. yeah. How is Until... the rest of the town going to be like, you know we remember you, right? Yeah. Well, our memories aren't wiped. We know that you are not part of this town. Who are you? Right. She's like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, no, stop, stop. What are you talking about? This is serious. Right. People have died. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing that I didn't get. Like, like I, after she closed everything up and she just goes back to normal, it's like, wait a second. Like, but Agnes, though, like, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I guess like as I think, as ironic as it is, I mean, besides the goodbye bit, I think this is probably the weakest episode to me. I agree. Just because I, thought- I have a lot of problems, just logistic, like logistical or legitimate problems with it story structure wise. Why wow. after we finished it, I thought to Brandy, I was like, that was fine. I thought it was just okay. Like there was multiple episodes like after we finished, like, holy crap, that was really good. And this one, like it was it was good. Like I think they they tied together some things and answered some questions that like we had during the middle of the series and stuff. But for the most part I felt like it was just obligatory stuff. Like I didn't feel like it was like I don't know. Like I, again, you're talking about to, like the like, the vision. They had to close all the stuff that they that they opened up throughout the show. Right. I think that this, I I I wish that it would have been like maybe one or two episodes longer, and like it, they could have, like I don't I don't know what they could have done differently necessarily. It just felt like it was, forced in some ways. I like hmm. tying all the loose ends, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I I agree, and you know my my final thoughts for the the finale is I think it was uh, a good enough finale. I don't, I wasn't disappointed necessarily at the end of it. There was a few bits I was disappointed about, but the, sh- the episode as a whole, I, I was fine with. I'm like, all right, it ended it. Uh, I had freaking am ecstatic about her costume. I love yeah, her costume. Pretty cool. pretty cool. Because I'm like, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, they can't do her costume in the comic. That is not safe for work. <laughs> what her <laughs> oh. costume in the comic is. She has like, like it's like a really tight unitard thing that is just not okay. <laughs> uh, they they churched it up in the Halloween episode with her like little costume thing. They churched that up because if they wanted to be accurate to the comic, it is not gonna fly on Disney. So <laughs> I think her costume is incredible. I love her costume. Uh, I so, loved the the bit of vision. Like what am I? And it makes perfect sense. Like you're a part of the Mind Stone. That's how you are able to have your own independent thought. And I was able to have you without the infinity stone is the little bit. Cause they kept hinting at it and like going back at it when she touched the mind stone, it, you know, did whatever to her, uh, that little bit that lives in her, that's unlocked her power, unleashed her power is what vision got to be. Hmm. Or that was what vision was and her kids even too. I'm, I'm sure. So that to me was very well done. I thought that was a very well written bit. So going forward, and we can kind of close it with this, like uh, how this whole show imp- implies, uh, you know, the implications for the MCU going forward. Like, so the next movie, obviously, uh, that she'll show up in, and I guess just the next one in general is the Spider-Man multiverse, correct? I think it's Doctor Strange uh, comes first. Doctor Strange, is it? Yeah, I think that one comes out first. I'm not a hundred percent. So either way, I'm pretty sure both of those movies. I feel like is, so. Is she coming up in Doctor Strange or no? Yeah, she's on the cast, yes. From what I understand, she is very, very confirmed in Doctor Strange. So it seems pretty obvious based on like them name dropping Doctor Strange in in the show, obviously, Sorcerer Supreme thing, whatever. Um, like, do you think she'll be the villain in this movie, in Doctor Strange movie, you think? It's, no. No? I, I don't. I, I don't, think. I personally don't think so. I feel like she will indirectly be the 
um, villain, if that makes sense. Well, because it seems like well, the only thing that I would think is that obviously Sorcerer Supreme, like, you know, trying to maintain the sanctity of magic or, you know, those kind of things. And now, obviously, Scarlet Witch is like at this point in time, there will be news gone to Doctor Strange about like what she what she had done to all these people and the fact that maybe like her like looking into that book, whatever it was called. I don't remember what, was, what, what the book was called. But anyways, like, you know, like becoming the Scarlet Witch. Like, don't you feel like it's Dr. Strange's, like, responsibility to maintain the sanctity of magic and, like, try to pursue her, essentially? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that uh, makes so a lot of sense. For one but... retcon, one thing, um, Dr. Strange is March of 2020, or 2022, and Spider-Man is December of this year. So. Uh, really? Okay. First. Was... okay, I didn't. I did not know that. What? Were... So, oh. Spider-Man comes out first, apparently. <clears throat> um, but, and yes, I... I think you're completely right, because... At the end, she's doing some insane crap where she's awake, right. but also like, astral protection, and yeah, um, totally like totally there. looking at Doctor Strange's too, like where she's like like moving her head back and forth For really sure. fast or whatever. Like, and I actually think, in my opinion, the way the camera was flying in was someone astral projecting to see her, possibly Doctor Strange. That could make sense. The way it like huh. flew in over everything and like went into the the the, yeah. the house and crap. I kind of feel like that was Doctor Strange or someone. Um, and I also feel like her realizing through reading the Darkhold that her kids... Darkhold, that's what it's called. Okay. That her kids are somehow still possible to be alive or possibly out there and unlocking more powers. She's going to cause the things that spiral into the new Doctor Strange. Yeah. That would make sense. I'm not opposed to that to that idea. I really I don't have too much thought on it, frankly, because I'm still not sure if the MCU views her quite as much of a villain as as i do Mm -hmm. so i don't know i i I would love for her to be the bad guy in dr strange like he has to stop her she unleashes the multiverse i don't know something i think that makes a lot of sense we'll see we'll have more of an idea when spider-man comes out because from what i understand she's going to be in it i don't know to what degree yeah so i mean i i really honestly feel like this is just like a dark phoenix scenario i got a little dark phoenixy vibe from that and i kind of it makes sense, but it kind of upset me where I'm like, don't do that. Well, I mean, You've it was like where she's not times. purposely doing these things. She like has something she wants. She has some trauma that she's trying to dredge up. And this unimaginable power that she she can wield is making it to where she's a villain, but not intentionally. She's just trying to get what she wants and who she loves. And uh, it's negatively affecting people around her and to the point where it's like negatively affecting the whole world, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I see. Do, I do think uh, the next Spider-Man movie is going to be... Uh, dipping their toe into the Spider-Verse because it, I mean, it's been rumored for a while too. And then like that teaser they made when they announced the title of the film, they did the Spider-Verse jump cut. Did y'all notice that? Did y'all even see that clip? I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, well, they kind of made a little, like allude to like the animated uh, Spider-Verse where it does like the jump cut in between dimensions type thing. Hmm. They did that sort of transition for that, but so you're saying you think they're gonna bring in like that animated uh, comic basically I into I don't the think, actual? No, I'm saying like they did the same kind of transition that we saw in the animation version. Gotcha. gotcha. Hmm. But um, also, it writing wise, it's a it's a fail safe for Disney if they can't get the rights to Spider Man. They're just like, oh well. Peter's in, he's in some other dimension. We we don't have him right now. And then whenever they get the they, rights are back. Are they not getting the rights? What's the, what are you talking about? I mean, about Sony that? still owns Spider-Man. 
I thought that was like cleared up. I didn't know that. No, okay. they they agreed to allow one more film in the MCU, and then they can renegotiate again, which they'll yeah. probably try to. But I mean, if that fails, then they can't use Spider Man for another like five or six years or whatever. Then they'll be like, oh, well, like story wise, they could be like, oh, Peter Parker's back. Where you been? Oh, dude, I've been. There's so many dimensions out there, dude. Like something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> Just a fail safe for him. I'm a little hesitant of it. I think Spider-Man is probably, I feel like Spider-Man would be the wrong medium to introduce multiverse stuff just because to me, Spider-Man isn't, there'd be too much to introduce before it made sense for Spider-Man to introduce. I I agree, but I'm just, I'm just saying that makes sense because Sony is already trying to like play with that. It, it, It could like, there's, there's reason why that could happen. I would prefer if it didn't, uh, it's just because that's not the scale that Spider-Man operates in. That's not the first two Spider movies. Their scale is city at best. It's the city kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. like to go from uh, Homecoming, which is is it even a yeah? I mean, tech, no, it's, it's not even a city. Story. It's like yeah, it's uh, they're stealing Tony Stark's freight of stuff. Like that's the scale. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Man Two is London. London and then I feel like to go from that to the multi-dimensional universe, it's too much of a jump in scale for that for Spider-Man. Uh, they, I want that you know, I want them to introduce Madame Web. I want them to introduce a whole bunch of stuff before they they go there. I think Doctor Strange is the more appropriate avenue to introduce the concept of different dimensions. Uh, I, that to me that would make more sense. This because I want Spider-Man. I don't want to lose lose Spider-Man's what makes him himself. So I, I definitely uh, agree because I mean the, the way it ended far from home was such a great story in itself. Let's focus on that. That's, like, that's cool super story. interesting. Yeah. Let's focus on Spider-Man is wanted and he is now like a, a, a villain in like the public eye live with that. I feel like if you try to solve that issue along with introducing the multiverse and stuff, it's just going to cheapen it and it's not going to get the attention it deserves. Uh, yeah, so, I wanted to say something too. I was like, there's one thing um, at the end that we didn't talk about with the a photon and like the scroll that appears. Mm. Like, so w- what do you guys think about that? Like, I, I, I don't know much. I don't know much about that necessarily. So like, uh, I think it's Secret Invasion. Fury. Yeah, it's it's Nick Fury is who they're talking about. Okay. But I think there might be setting up Secret Invasion or uh, whatever the scroll next storyline Captain Marvel Thank 2. Is. Secret Invasion is confirmed, correct? As a movie coming yes. out. Or like a yeah. series. It's a series. Right? Plus it's a series. series. I'm sorry. And I, I don't know how they're going to do it. It could be amazing, to be 100% clear, if they even tap on what the comic is about. Because the, the comic is the scrolls are shapeshift. First of all, the scrolls are villains. They're horrible bad guys in the comics. They're not good guys, which is the twist that happened in the MCU. Uh, but in the comic, the. I'm going to go into the story, but it's just about the scrolls have secretly switched out people uh, for God knows how long. So spider woman, which we haven't been introduced to her yet, which if we, when we do introduce to her, everyone's going to love her too. But when spider, it turns out spider woman, the whole time was actually a scroll and it's okay. It becomes uh it comes among us, frankly, mm-hmm. where it's like, are you, are you innocent? And they're like, I'm super innocent. Prove you're innocent. I bet he's a scroll. He does this. It could be amazing if it's like, turns out the whole time Bucky from Civil War on was a was a scroll. It could be they if they have the scale that the comic did, it could be super cool. That's cool. Don't know if they're gonna do that or if they're just gonna pull up Age of Ultron where they borrow the name and do something a hundred percent different 
than what the comic it was named after, which I'm fine with. I don't care. But if it does the secret invasion, it can be dope. You, so, uh, <laughs> uh you're, what? you're a load of BS on that. So what, what if they, what if they bring Tony Stark back or Steve Rogers back? How would they bring uh, him back with this? Like uh, the, the Tony that died and the, the Steve Rogers. If they bring Rogers him back that, to life, I'd be furious. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm calling. But he wouldn't you know, be back. I, yeah. I'm just saying it's if, not the end. No, he, he wouldn't be back. Like if it, it, what I would be furious at, if it's like, by the way, a scroll died or sacrificed himself at the end, uh, that would like be save. Ridiculous. That would be, Matt, for, you're saying I, you wouldn't I be upset with that? that's not going to happen. No, if they I revealed that it was, if I it was Tony Stark's of, scroll that saved the entire galaxy. Like you're saying that you'd be okay with that. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying a, AJ was, uh, there, I literally just lost it. I'm trying to thought. You were saying you said something uh, about how you'd be okay with like other people being replaced or something. No, because it'd be an interesting story. AJ was saying that if they didn't follow the comics exactly, it'd be okay. But he's saying it'd be cool if Secret Invasion, like if they really took like the ambitious thing of like making everything in the previous, like this guy ran away was a scroll, this guy was a scroll. Like, yeah, but, in the, but you're taking you, it too I'm, far and saying like the, the guy who saved the galaxy was a scroll. It's like yeah, that's not no, the same thing. If it's like a certain scene that happened in a movie, they would like go back and kind of do the uh, what they did in Endgame, where they go back in time and show that it wasn't actually. I'm trying to think of an example here. Uh, not even in like the Avengers Black movies. Widow. Even it wasn't Black Widow that died. No, I, she needs to stay dead. <laughs> <laughs> Deaths need to matter because here I'm tell, the reason. Here's the reason why I'm I'm such a stickler on death. In comic books, death doesn't matter, and it's a problem. It means absolutely nothing. There's no weight at all when a character dies because they've done a thousand times of Wolverine's back to life, Spider-Man came back to life, Bubba came back to life. It's a time travel, or it wasn't really him. It was a life model decoy, or no, it was a different like. I, I'm ex- I, they, I've seen them exhaust how to bring somebody back to life and how deaths mean nothing. And I, the impact we felt when Tony died, um, it, that can go away. And I'm so scared that's going to happen. That's like with Game of Thrones. The reason Game of Thrones was so good for so long is consequences mattered. And by bringing Vision back for a third time, <laughs> technically, is it technically third? They brought him back to, brought him to life the first time. Went back in time. Died. Thanos brought him back. He came back to life. Wanda brought him back to life. Yeah, so technically for the fourth time, Vision has been brought into existence. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if it happens because it's Disney trying to make money. And you know Disney likes their money. Matt, I will bet you the show they're not going to bring Tony back to life. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen either. But I'm just saying like small scale if if they go back and turns out blah, blah, blah was a scroll. From now on. I'm willing to more wager that they're not going to follow the comic, but regardless. Uh, so final thoughts, what did you guys think of WandaVision the show as a whole series? I loved it. I also loved it. I yeah, agree. I, thought, I loved it. I thought it was something important to happen in Marvel. I thought it was cool. Keep it that, fresh. Like, I'm glad that I am on this show and like forced to stay up to date on pop culture stuff because I don't know <laughs> if it weren't for the show, if I would be so active and watching it weekly and keeping up Dude, with stuff. Because I have friends that are like super active into the MCU and all of them are like, oh, I didn't know this was happening. Like, I and you know, like that kind of, I say super active. I guess they're not as active as they really say they are. But it's like, oh, I didn't, I thought it was just like a show. I didn't realize it was important. It's like, no, it's like super important. Like, and I think that obviously it's going to be one of those things like where I didn't watch Age of Ultron and didn't understand like a lot of the events of this. It's like, if I had missed out this series and like the coming movies, it's like, 
you guys would been like, yeah, you should have watched WandaVision. You would know what's going on now. Like, but like, I'm so I'm so glad that I watched it. I think it was, that you did that. I mean, yeah, it's fine, but, but I'm just glad. I digress. That, I, yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm glad. And I'm, I'm glad we have this medium to talk about the show. I thought WandaVision was a great show. Uh, I think two weeks and we get Falcon Winter Soldier. Yep. This Friday, nice. the docuseries, like behind the scenes of WandaVision, how it's made. That'll be out. fun. That'll be fun. Uh, then, so yeah, we'll talk about Bucky and the Falcon then. Uh, any last minute homework recommendation you guys want to talk about? I don't have anything. Um, no, no, I can't. I got nothing. Matt? No, I have nothing either. I have uh, no homework or recommendation. Nothing exciting. That Darren, did have, have you seen Spirit Away, Darren? Spirit of Way? S- Spirited, Spirited Away. <laughs> away. I have never heard of it. Darren, that's your homework. <laughs> Ooh, Matt's doing it. All right. I'll support you in this, Matt. I'll I don't wa- support you, so I'm not doing it. I'll come watch it. <laughs> yeah. It, it is on HBO Go or HBO Max, Spirited Away. It's a it's a uh, an animated film. It's Hayao Miyazaki who Actually, for lack Darren, of a better term, he is let, Japanese Disney. 2001. <laughs> yeah, Darren, let me know when you watch it and I'll come watch it with you cuz I want to watch it again. It's dude, nice. Uh, yeah. It's good. I, I'm. I, I'm make. I'm. I think I'm 20 minutes in right now. I'm gonna f- probably finish it by the end of like tomorrow. Uh, it's really it's, it's old. It's yeah. Dear, I was about to mock you, but God dang, yeah, 2001 is like. Yeah. Is. <laughs> like almost 20 years ago. <laughs> it literally God, is 20 years it ago. It is actually. 20 years. Oh no! I thought we were still in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the last second bit that I wanted to make up. I didn't talk to you guys about this. I want to talk about stuff that you're excited for. And I want to call this segment the hype train. <laughs> what are you hitching to the hype train? Because I got to say, Godzilla v. Kong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is like 90 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I couldn't be happier. And I was hyped before, but the engines are chugging right now. I, I'm all, I'm all, let's go. Me and my roommate need to watch uh, the second Godzilla still. Because we, we, we're watching those shows no, together. Don't. You don't, but you do. Don't. We, don't. We'll, oh we want gosh. to. But we're still going. I think you'll like it, Matt. No, yeah, I've I've enjoyed the first Godzilla and Kong. So, I mean, I'm enjoying these series or these. I like the first Godzilla. I mean, most of the time, the first Godzilla is great. Kong was was fun. Uh, King of the Monsters, I I despise. I think you'll like it fine though. Okay. But anything y'all want to hitch to the Um, hype train? Just stuff you're excited for that's coming up or out or. uh, After watching WandaVision, I'm now super hyped for Blade. I'm very confident that Darkhold is going to play a big part in Blade. Yeah, I'm Mark excited. Dude, I'm reading right here, actually, right here on my desk. I've been reading up on my Blade. Yeah. I got the OG Blade, which we can talk about that. And uh, so, yeah, I'm also, I'm super hype. Anything. Just give me anything about Blade. I, I love Blade. Dude, yes. I don't know. Another character, if... Matt, that you don't realize you're going to love. Uh, I mean... This later this year, new Space Jam. Hype for that. I'm a yeah. little less hype. What are you talking about? What? Why? Why a little less hype? <laughs> what they did to my girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's okay, true. I don't think true? People, society doesn't realize how important she is to every young man in the '90s. Is it true <laughs> that there's a trailer or screenshots of it, and Space Ghost Coast to Coast is in it? Yes, he's in the trailer. What the frick? Not the trailer. The little. I think there's a there's a trailer for uh, HBO 
uh, go or whatever it's called HBO max. There's a, there's a little snippet of like, uh, HBO stuff and they have a clip from it. And apparently if you pause, you can see space ghost. You can see apparently Warner brothers properties are going to exist in this beyond Looney Tunes. So like a Ralph, uh, a wreck it Ralph type situation. I think so. I, it's a varying degree. I don't know. That's actually, I'm very, I'll say I'll, my, what I'll hitch to the hype train is the, what is the idea of space Jam two beyond the movie? I just want to know what the heck this story is going to even be about, mm. but all right. Uh, if you like this episode, do all the good things to it. Check us out on Facebook, support the show, go vote for the draft. We'll announce the winner soon. And also I'll let you guys know that the viewer, the listener, you guys should be, there's something on the hype train for you guys down the line. We personally are pretty hype about this idea that we're working on. And I can't wait to hopefully see it come to fruition. So do the thing. Send us an email, genregeekscast at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. <laughs>